The Particle Sons. Welcome back to the best no judgment zone in the world because neither one of us don't have any law degrees. I'm Marvelous. And I'm not your average Joseph. And we are the Particle Sons to start the damn show. How you feeling today, man? Good as usual. It's been another successful week. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was off about two weeks straight. Now I'm just sad that I have to go back on a Monday morning. But it is what it is. So you had the house all by your damn self. That's just playing it. with your dangling yeah, when everybody's rock, at rock, work in school. Rocking the boxer shorts. That's <laughs> it. You know, I don't need to put on any more clothes than that. It was, it was pretty much. You doing the Tom Cruise shit, sliding on the socks and stuff, whatever, through the house? You bust I, your ass? I, I, I tried to, but some parts of the floor is uneven, so I couldn't make it all the way across smoothly. Oh, so, oh, yeah, so that's got, what got, saved got you. Stuff. Yeah. Your socks got caught to the part, wood and part shit. Partway, partway, partway. It's, it's all good. As long as you fuck yourself up. So then when you go to work and stuff, and them niggas look at you to be like, hey, what's going on with your eyes? Yeah. Huh? What's going on? I slid into a door handle. You, you, you better tell them, my wife likes Cheerios. Before they think you get abused. So it's up. So we're good, man. We're all good. Today, today we have a special guest for the show. She's been... She's been ranting and raving and putting in her part and everything. And she said, like, yo, y'all not put me on the show. <laughs> so I'm like, we're going to put you on the show. we just going to need a little time and stuff to put you on the show, whatever. She's like, oh, God's plan. Figure it out. Right? Yeah, figure it out what we're it gonna, is that we... sort it out. Yeah, what it is we're going to so do. our honorable guest in the building and stuff, whatever, is Jean Grey. We had women on the show before, but tell us what makes you a little different from other women we had on the show. Ah, for me, I, I come with a unique flavor. You know, I really like to hold it down for the women as well as put my little touch to it, you know, because everyone is different. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I feel like I I can definitely bring a little more perspective and a little more optimism to the table. And okay. that's always a good thing. Well, yeah, I mean, if you got, you know, the superhero name like Jean Grey, you, yeah, you got to have some powers to go <laughs> oh, with it. for right? sure. Superpowers. Yeah, yeah, for sure. hundred yeah. percent. Okay, okay. We're we glad to have you here. Thank you again. We Thank gonna, you, guys. We're going to get into some shits and stuff, whatever, first about, like, what's going on with the world, and then we're going we gonna to get at you. <laughs> Bring it on. Okay. I am ready. Okay, uh-huh. you, you, you know some people are scared. <laughs> some people are scared to come on the show and stuff, whatever. I know. Because they claim Sofa King Marvelous is the problem. <laughs> so, I don't know. Last time I checked, I was a saint. But we'll get to it. There's so, a little Satan, everybody. We'll see. We'll yeah, see. yeah. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. It's, it's all good, though. It's You know what I mean? This is, this is how the show is. The flavor rocks all the time. And we're happy and excited to have Jean Grey here as our guest. Thank you. Thank Absolutely, you, guys. Absolutely, man. So then, let's get to it, man. Um, Julian Estrange. Mm, mm. My man and stuff, whatever. The, one of the co-founders of WikiLeaks. He got caught up and stuff. Where they finally snatched his ass out of Ecuadorian... Consulate in London. Right, right. And now he's gone. Now, the, now his whole pickup had to do with some uh, some sexual assault charge that they was... Uh... Right. Part of it. Okay. Part of it and stuff for that. But that was part of the reason why he, was in, he ended up in the consulate and stuff whatever there. Right. An Ecuadorian consulate. But they said he beat most of it. Right? But he was just a too wild of a guess. So I want to say, one, he had his own cat. And whenever he gave press conferences, my man would just come outside on the balcony and just kind of just brazen with it and be like, yo, y'all need to know I'm here. I'm in the building. That Hillary Clinton lady, she ain't proper. We got into the emails. And I'm like, my man, you on the run. You need to just humble yourself and just 
Pray to make it, he, whatever. He, he, you know what I'm saying? He needed to play like Snowden. Snowden, right? Yeah, yeah, he's not yeah, doing yeah, no yeah. Snowden. Yeah, he's not doing <laughs> no Snowden. See, see, my man Snowden and stuff for that. He's like, you know, I'm just gonna stay over here. I'm gonna do some web seminars. If you need me, yeah. I'm gonna shut my pie hole. That's this it, dude, that's every it. once a week, he's outside. The man dressed up as cat for part of the press conference. <laughs> <laughs> so the people of Ecuador, they're like, you know, man. We told you had enough. Yeah, and yeah, they yeah, cut yeah. His, They cut some of his internet access and everything and stuff, whatever. They had to, they had to chop him down. And he made a complaint and stuff to that, whatever, to the world. So they're like, bro, we trying to help you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You trying to do this? You got to go, man. <laughs> do we know who the other founder is? Do you do? We do know the other founder and stuff, whatever. It's just that my man. So what he did and stuff, whatever and stuff, is that he said he kind of just turned over everything for him. Right. For pertaining to everything and stuff, whatever to. The government has some because remember, like the first thing with the WikiLeaks and stuff, whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. When WikiLeaks and stuff, whatever, um, first bust open to the world, he submitted his, and then he put the blame on on Julian. Right. Okay. 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 Right. So then, what happened and stuff is, um, I want to say, two years later, he got. Um, damn, I'm trying to find his name. I'm gonna I'm gonna figure out his name and stuff, but it's coming to me. Yeah, but basically, keep the story running, and then while you but basically, get, you but get basically the, you stuff, get the name. whatever, he gave up all the information and stuff, whatever, to the government to let him know, like, hey, Obama, this is just what it is. Right. I don't right. want no problems. I want no static. Yeah. He's like, it's more so Julian. Julian's like, you're damn right. It's me. I want the shits. I want the static. I want the smoke, the hookah, everything. Right. So right. then he took up and stuff and went on a run. So once he went on the run and everything and stuff, whatever, it's kind of like it kind of cleared everybody who was left. Mm, right? Okay, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. I was wondering because uh, I think I think they had a lot to do with the um, the leaking of the Panama Papers too, right? Everything. Yeah, that's, I mean, they're pretty instrumental behind a lot of a lot of government scandals, cover ups. That's his name, Christian. Okay, Christian. Okay. Yeah. All right. Christian. So he's he's easy then. There's nothing really. There's nothing really going on with him that he's got to protect himself from. Is he is he in America or is he in any of those places where? Well, he's everywhere, right? Because I want to say with Christian and stuff, whatever he's um, he's type of guy and stuff, whatever he's not really under any kind of shots because he's he's the editor in chief and stuff of it by himself now, right? Right, right. So he he goes to and fro and stuff, whatever. Is I want to say it's Julian and stuff because Julian was what Australian. Mm. Julian is originally Australian and stuff, whatever. And then there was the same thing. It's kind of like journalism. You'll move everywhere where you need to go. Right, right, yeah. Right, to get the story. Yeah, of course. And But then he once he became, I want to say, this profound internet activist, that's when the shit started getting into it, whatever. And he kept leaking things. Right? Yeah, right, and, right, right. Hence right. the name WikiLeaks. And it just kept going on and on. And you can't really, you know, hashtag Illuminati... Watch yourself out. You carry yourself out here. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, yep. Well, I mean, compared to him, I mean, Snowden was just, he pretty much disappeared anytime he needed to disappear. You you really didn't hear anything from him. Right, because I want to say Snowden was more of an introverted kind of mind guy. Mm. And this guy was more of a brazen type of extrovert. Right, okay. So that's the difference between the two. Okay. Right, so if you're a mind guy and you're an introvert and stuff, whatever, you're not really main concerned about spotlight or being seen and everything like how Snowden is. Right, yeah. Right, because like I said, this dude Julian is outside the Ecuadorian window from his balcony, holding conf- press conferences. Okay, that's brazen as shit. You need to humble yourself, my man. 
That's it. That's all I'm saying. But sometimes you need a little humility. And then sometimes you just need to be out there on so, your speedos. Yeah, you <laughs> you let the world know. Man, you let man, the world know. I think the funniest when I seen a cat get dressed up, but I'm like, you out here dressing up your cat for a press conference? That's some Dr. Evil shit. Yo, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm out here, meow, meow. I was like, yo. And the funny thing too, because remember, like he he's with the with the white hair and everything, the albino look. Yeah, he's yeah. also bootleg Doctor Evil shit. So yeah, that's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's right? like some Doctor Evil shit. Right. So um, that's that's him, man. So well, that's crazy. Because well, it, it, it's funny because you you always know that they're out to get these guys, absolutely. Right? Like I mean, for for what they represent, any whistleblower, any any whistleblower, you you always know they're out to get. So then. You take you you take one step back and then you kind of listen to the allegations that they're trying to get them on, mm-hmm. right? And again, like the first thing that you that you hear is like they bring up the whole the sexual assault sexual assault thing. And I was saying to myself, well, how much of that is really really what they want to get him for mm-hmm. compared to what he really knows, what the potential is as far as leaks are concerned. And if they do manage to squeeze him, what does that mean for WikiLeaks? Well, if they do, if they do manage to squeeze him and stuff, whatever. Like I said, um, the new editor in chief is there, and they're not the same WikiLeaks as it was before. Okay, okay, right? yeah, yeah. I, I've so noticed that. I've the, noticed it, that. It's watered down. It's docile because you know after the eyes and stuff and the scopes kind of been brought down on them. Right. They tend to kind of move kind of correct and everything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Which anybody would. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. you've, been, you've been put in a position and stuff, whatever. Now you've been aired out and stuff, whatever, and the shit you're possibly capable, that you already did, and plus possible stuff you might be capable of doing. So they got to watch you and stuff kind of tight-knit now, whatever. Yeah. So if they tell you and stuff, whatever, we need to say you're A, B, no Cs and Ds. So they're waiting for you to go A, B, and possible. Mm, yeah. They're just waiting for you right. to fuck up to shut everything down. Right, right, so right. So if you're smart, you're going to play your cards right and stuff, whatever, right? So it's not the same type of business and stuff anymore. But pertaining to everything else, absolutely, man. Like, I'm, you know, you made me to a bootleg conspiracy theorist and stuff, whatever, for me messing with you on this show. But it always has to say, like, yo, there's a conspiracy to it when... Your first reason, the reason is why you're brought to the masses is not because of the the, the underage type of thing, whatever, right? right it's for right, something else. But right. it's trying to sync you with something just to get you in general. Well, it, it's, it's... It's like RICO. It's it, like a RICO law. Yeah, and, it, it, and it's funny that you mentioned that because, I mean, when we go back to the conversation that we had a, a couple of podcasts back about the... Um, the the, uh, the 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 economics the business guy mm-hmm. with all the underage uh, girls that he was messing with my guy, my guy in Florida yeah yeah and how they never they've never seemed to be going hard for him right. I mean they let they let him go in certain cases right. with a, a light Epstein, ass sentence Epstein had people and stuff for their powerful people in his back pocket right right and but here's he, a guy who can expose powerful people. Right, but these powerful people and stuff, whatever, have more of the, I want to say, the resource to kind of get rid of an individual like him. Right, right. So that's the reason why he knew that he can't stay in the country, any country and stuff where these powerful people can get can, at can him. reach him, reach him, yeah. Right. So he had to do a little shift run 
And then when he did the shift run, it's not like he's in London roaming the streets free. Yeah. He's at the Ecuadorian consulate so you think, in London. So what do you think? The, the Ecuadorians just said to themselves, man, this, this, this nigga just bringing too much heat. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah, they're going to come and bomb my whole country. Man, look here. If I come over here and stuff like that, whatever, and I start running some shit in this bitch, whatever, I start picking up my old goddamn ice cream and adding things to the damn grocery list. Right. And now you're trying to use the internet and everything's all extra slow because I'm up here just <laughs> fucking up yeah. shit, whatever. You going to be okay with that? Yeah, no, nah, I'll probably be pissed probably. off. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I'm pissed saying. off a little bit. You, as a house guest, you need to just humble yourself. Yeah. Kind of fall back like the dust on the cabinet mm. and just be easy and just pass through. But my man, like I said, he's just dictating a little too much. So that's where it is, man. You think they might have slid, slid the Ecuadorian government a little, a little, a little change, you know? A little, a little grease, grease, <laughs> grease the wheels action going on? Hell yeah. For sure, right? Hell yeah. yeah. Come on, waste no time on that. We give you a better internet. Oh <laughs> yeah. Um. Next on the agenda, Trump officially landed his trans ban. So the trans ban he claimed when he was getting ready to go to to become president. Right. He said, "Yeah, none of this changing your genders and all of the above." And remember, because the military had the acts don't tell. Mm-hmm. Right. Type yeah. of policy and stuff before. Yeah. Not as officially and stuff. Whatever. Gone. And there's over 15,000 troops in the U.S. Army, military service, excuse me, um, that are are, poss- that are trans people or people transitioning to change over and everything because the military has to kind of fit the bill for that. Yeah, right? yeah. So he's not, he's not a fan. He's not allowing it. Mm-mm. So he yeah. shut it down. <clears throat> he made sure he shut it down. Yeah. He said he's, to be honest, I'm going to say this. My man is a true definition of an orange nigga. The reason why I say orange nigga is because it's kind of like... His skin's orange? Well, not only, yeah, not only that. Not only that, but you have a situation and stuff, whatever, like, nigga means ignorant, right? Yeah. yeah. And this dude and stuff is just an orange, ignorant-ass person. But everything he says he's going to do from his presidential election run, he does. he's been doing it. Yeah. The Muslim ban, mm-hmm. when he did that and stuff, whatever... You can't say he's not staying true to his policies. Yeah, no. He's made the jobs come back and stuff, whatever, in America and everything yeah. and stuff like whatever. He's stay, still staying true to his policies. Yeah, yeah. The wall, it's cut funding, is yeah, going, going up. Whatever, right? So I'm like, say what you want to say and stuff, whatever. He still won't adhere to his truth to his policies. So that's what I'm saying. He's probably more truthful than most presidents. Than most presidents that we've <laughs> yeah. seen. Yeah, you're right. Whatever, right? But that's what I'm saying. Obama had charm and Obama did what he had to do. And he wasn't stepping on people's toes. This man don't care what kind of toe he run nah, over. Nah, man. Nah. But that's what I'm saying. He said he's long this as nigga the job roach killer done. shoes. Right. <laughs> and he's getting the job done. So like you know, every time I see him in his press conference, I'm outside and the wind is blowing and the strands of hair is going in the wind. Oh, no. I'm always a fan of it. Whatever. Right. I was like, yo, I ain't mad at you, trumpet. You do your damn thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's definitely. I mean, he's certainly polarized. Politics, whether it's good or, or good, or good bad. for bad, mm-hmm. um, we know next election coming up. Those who didn't vote are most likely gonna vote. I oh yeah, so. um, the midterms proved that. Yeah, the, mid- the so, midterm hustle and stuff for that happened in November. Mm-hmm. It proved that. So all those people and stuff, whatever, who got a shot to participate in the midterms because they never got a shot with the last presidential elections, they're now ready and willing to. To see, so let's hopefully they stay true to the words, and whatever the Democratic um, candidate they come up with might fit the bill for them, if need be. 
or the independent person. Like yeah. we're not gonna outrun the independent party, but it's just that the Democrats, Republicans get more of a shine. See, you know what the scary, you know what the scary thing is, is that I mean, with a lot of uh, people who who we would consider mindful, who didn't vote in previous elections, mm-hmm. um, because they just think it makes no sense. Where whoever's in power is in power, they're gonna do whatever they want. You have a lot of ignorant people who didn't vote for almost a similar type of reason. Now that they see that Trump has actually been doing what he said he's been doing and mm. it's working to their favor, mm. those ignorant people might just try to vote to keep him in. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, It's all on to what the people and stuff whatever want because no one can tell you and stuff what works for you. Right. Right. We talked about Andrew Andrew Yang. Yes. From New York and stuff. Whatever, yes. Right? Asian people. And with the Asian community and stuff, whatever, their main concern is that when it comes to voting, they don't really care too much. Yeah, they don't care. Because they're like, regardless of the fact, we're going to get our money. Yeah. yeah. We're going to do what we have to. We're going to do what we have to do. We're going to get this money. Yeah. So we don't really care too much and stuff, whatever, what happens or what takes place. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people and stuff, they feel like that too. So if it comes to the point where things might change and they might hear some things that might not work well for them as an individual. And if Trump, everything is Trump is saying or doing and stuff like that, like if you're the one where you were unemployed and the Donald Trump brought the jobs and stuff to your town, why wouldn't you vote Trump? No, no, you're, you're 100% right. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So like whatever works for you as a person and stuff, whatever. However, however, if y'all want to be on some shit like that and stuff, whatever, just know for a fact for every action has a reaction. Yep. And if the shit and the smoke comes your way, <laughs> be prepared. That's it. That's all I got to say on yeah, it. Well, yeah. I'm not telling you what to do. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Um, so, may I ask you, Jean? Yes. You watch Game of Thrones? I do not, no. I, really? I know, yeah. I'm like one of those few who don't. You haven't, you haven't been got. I you haven't been got You haven't been got. You haven't been got. It's crazy because uh, uh, my stepfather, he has been on a Game of Thrones uh, marathon binge watch, yes, because the new season is coming out, I believe. Yeah, tonight. Yeah, and he, he's he's really into it. And even at work, um, they have this uh, little Game of Thrones thing, similar to like Survivor in the office where you guys do. Really? At your job? They have a Game of Thrones thing going on right now. Yeah, so it's a really big thing. I was considering watching it because of that reason alone. You know, I try to get in the loop at work as much as I can. Oh, so you want to be left out of the water cooler? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Fall while at the water cooler and stuff, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Fall yeah. while How about that last yeah. episode, Joe? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah be like, mm, look at you. Look at, look at, look at this rookie. <laughs> With her paper cup. You don't even deserve to drink the water here. <laughs> no. Come on, your paper cup. Um, Everybody has a little Game of Thrones goblets and chalices. No, but um, I, I, I did hear that it's about, it's like an adult Harry Potter in a sense. Someone had said that. Like a, I can see that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, can see that. I can see that. I can see yeah. that. Yeah, adult Harry Potter with more guts and gore. A lot of sex. Yeah, titties. Yeah, the titties is there. Action. Yeah. Titties is there. So but I mean, that's what makes the show. I mean, it's this. <laughs> all, all the gratuitous parts is what makes the show. <laughs> Pretty much. Violence and sex makes any show, I feel. I, I was saying that the other day to a colleague on Netflix that I'm noticing a lot of uh, drugs. A lot of sex and a lot of sad killing shows lately. It's so dark times. Yeah, we, no, we live in dark times, man. Some real dark times. Don't get it twisted for <laughs> sure, man. 
All right, so I guess she's out of this poll then. She can't really. No, no, no. She, so then, she so can't then. really. She can listen to what, what what's about to go down. I don't, yes, I'm so what is so okay? So let me ask you, what do you think is gonna happen? Listen, man. What are your predictions? How do you think this is gonna end? Because this is the final season, right? And remember, the books cut off before the last season started. So everything now and stuff, whatever, is just kind of a freestyle with the the creator yeah. and HBO. Yeah. I'm still rocking with my man Jon Snow, man. He gonna I, be top dog. I, I I think he gonna be top dog. He gonna bang his auntie. <laughs> I, he, he, well, he got that. He got that that love interest. He, you know what I mean? The the the, the dragon woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? The, I, I, it looked like his auntie to me. The way how it ended. How, how he's it related ended, to her. How it ended. Uh, it so, it kind of looked like some I, some ancestry dot com business. Yeah, yeah. Not ancestry. <laughs> ancestry dot com Alabama, business. This is up your alley. Ain't nothing oh. new to y'all. <laughs> But uh, yeah, um, the the uh, the the other queen I forget her I forget her name. Now, it feels like I haven't Cersei. watched it. Cersei. I, it feels like I haven't watched this in, in forever since they took that one year up break yeah. off just to just give us this climactic final season. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she's gonna get a painful death from one of them walkers. Mm-hmm. Possible, possible. I see it. I see. I see. I see a lot going on. Um, I, I don't think Jon Snow be top dog. I'm rooting for him. My prediction would probably be Khaleesi will still come up on top because this is a woman's world. Right. And especially in under all these times, whatever. But if she love her nephew, he can still be top dog. Well, I mean, the truth needs to start coming out on who the fuck, who <laughs> is who. So people can stop banging random, random ass people and stuff, whatever. Yeah. Because... You got me all fucked up if I'm about to be thinking I'm top dog and like, oh wait, I really liked you and now I was screwing you and you my auntie. I might not be the same person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that might throw me off. I might me. exile my damn self and just walk in the desert and stuff for a bit. So wait, is, is Khaleesi the mother of dragons? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Okay. She's okay. the mother of dragons. Mm-hmm. Okay. Speaking of which, between the ice dragon mm-hmm. and the two fire dragons. Yeah. Who you got? Could I that ice dragon look me like a motherfucker? I got I got the ice dragon killing one of the other dragons. You got the ice dragon taking on one of the other dragons? One of the other dragons. Cause it's, remember, they're all they're all like siblings, right? Those three dragons were all siblings. So it's right, kinda like right. you know, the other one's kinda confused out of its mind and stuff like that, whatever. And yeah. it's kinda like, you know, if you're gonna subtitle a dragon a little roar, right? <laughs> You're like, brother, what are you doing? Like, I'm not your brother. I'm the new ice dragon. No, you raised Quan in them and stuff, whatever. We belong to Khaleesi. Yeah. Right? One of those type yeah, of. Yeah. Rah, rah, rah. yeah, yeah. You know, so when all that pop off, whatever, one of them's going to die. Be like, I'll avenge my other brother. <laughs> and so that's what I feel like is going to pop off, whatever, right? That's deep. I didn't think of it that that's way. Really that's that's, deep. that's, that's deep. Thank yeah. you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, you know, you know I'm, I'm in it to win it, whatever. You know what I'm saying? See, when, when I'm watching Game of Thrones, what I want, no one to talk to me, man. I want no one to talk to me and stuff for that. And as soon as like, as soon as somebody start whispering something, whatever, I hit pause yeah. real quick, yeah, whatever. Yeah, right? yeah. I yeah. pause and I get yeah. real quick, whatever. So if I'm there, I'm in it. I'm like, okay, okay, right. Yeah. Hey, can I get a beer? Pause. What the fuck? You know where the fridge is. You don't need you me. Know you don't need me for the beer. Man. You don't need me for the beer. Like yo, just get up and go, man. You know what I'm saying? So that's just me. I used to be like that with friends. What friends? Oh my gosh, I love friends. Yeah, I like friends, man. Friends was the show, whatever. Friends was the show. I think 
I think with, with friends and stuff, whatever, the thing and stuff that always got me was that they can always make a bad situation to a good situation. Yes. And then I think I was, I was telling one of my woke black friends yeah. Yeah. about friends and they went in, they're like, Friends was a racist show. They had no black people uh, yeah. on that. I'm like, <laughs> you can always <laughs> find something. The, somebody who's yeah. woke. Yeah. Who, who, who woke. Go to sleep, yeah, man. Nah. Go to sleep. You know who you are. I but mean, any, I mean, it is true. They didn't, they didn't have no black friends. There you go. They, yeah, we got another was, one. Was there no black people in Central Park? No, but well, Ross did go out but with a, a black doctor, well, a black paleontologist. Sorry, right. And um, and Joey used to date um, Aisha Tyler. She was on the show and stuff, whatever, for a bit, too. Mm. Right? Mm. So, I mean. So, 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 so they're good enough to date, but they ain't good enough to be your friends. Wow. We went there. Yeah, man. You see, I take offense because I love Friends. Friends is one of those shows where, you know, when you're falling asleep at night and you just turn on, like, the channel. It's like one of those shows that never fails, never gets old. It's a classic. And it hits the mark on the jokes, yeah. man. It hits the yeah, mark man. on the jokes. That's yeah, man. the jokes never get old. That's, like, that's why I like Married With Children because Al had a black friend. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I had a black friend. And yeah, he he was con- he was consistent. Yeah, he was. You know what I mean? He was. So if he didn't have a black friend, you wouldn't fuck him. Nah, nah, I, just, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have liked the show as much. There you go. <laughs> another one, folks. Another woke one over here. <laughs> this guy. Uh, oh, so then, so then let me ask you now. Yeah. Since you hear and everything and stuff, whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, we talk about a lot of stuff on the show. What do you feel like we missed on the show so far? Yeah, so one of the things that I've noticed that was missed, maybe not really thought of, was postpartum. Postpartum depression. That is something very serious that I feel like may may require a little bit more light to be shut up on it a mm. little bit. So um, shut a light for us. Uh, so it's something that I experienced. Um, so I have a two-year-old, two-and-a-half-year-old son, mm-hmm. beautiful baby boy, who was mm-hmm. born in 2016. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was born prematurely. Right, right. Um, you know, six months early. No, about, th- sorry, three months early. At six months, he was born. Okay. And it was very traumatic because, you know, the whole pregnancy itself was amazing. It was fine. No, barely any pains, any cramps, any swelling. And then, um, yeah, one day my water just broke. And, you know, like, because I guess of the, the stage of the pregnancy... I guess the original hospital was supposed to deliver at, they didn't have space for him. So I ended mm-hmm. up in Hamilton, all the way in Hamilton. Right. And um, again, like, again, you know, that's just like, basically like when you have to stop your whole life and, and travel because, you know, you, you're conceiving a child. So you, right. you got to right. do what you got to do, right? So, of course, with that comes a lot of trials because um, premature baby don't really know when they're going to be released from the hospital you know they, they can't really give you a time or a date as to around when it's all about you know it's literally day by day so mm-hmm. um because of that we myself and my partner we had to stay at the ronald mcdonald house beside the hospital for about a good four months mm-hmm. you know and again this is us you know day one going into it thinking okay maybe like a week or two you know we'll be we'll be out not realizing a whole four months will go by before we get transferred to a closer to home hospital, which was Credit Valley at the time. So, right. and and just just to have a little bit of perspective, this is yeah. both your first first child, right? Uh, well, my first, well, my first and his second, and his second, yes, okay, yes, okay, yes. So, um, but it was his first premature child. So right, again, the experience, right, right. the experience is, is yes, new to him as well. Exactly. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um. And so yeah. So like again, just kind of being in Hamilton again, like being taken away from your everyday life, 
and put in a position for, for again four months not knowing anything a new town going back and forth from the hospital every day it definitely did something to me that you know again postpartum was there and I, I feel that with my partner understanding the situation and also going through it as a man couldn't really fully understand what I was going through mm-hmm. right or he couldn't really like he could understand to an extent but just you know just didn't really know what to do in a sense to kind of help me out in a thing and um you know again like one thing that i noticed that with similar stories with pre- like stories with mine the premature story it brought out a lot other a lot of other stories a lot of other people experiences and a lot of other per- postpartum testimonies with the similar things women coming to me talking to me about how they feel like a lot of people don't really know how serious it is kind of thing you know so just kind of you know here to try to shed some light on that so my question to you and stuff is that yeah <clears throat> pertaining to postpartum mm-hmm. did you need medication afterwards like for to, to balance you back out mentally for, or no no with me i decided that i didn't want to take medication mm-hmm. i had cognitive behavioral therapy with a um a psychologist as well as a psychotherapist mm-hmm. from the hospital they based they dedicated it they dedicated her to me specifically because i was going through postpartum so at that time i guess because of the i guess mine wasn't as severe i had the option to take medication or just continue with the sessions the sessions mm-hmm. right yeah so my i guess my medicine was the sessions per se but i just personally don't trust the medication enough and i'm not comfortable That's enough fair. to try it out yeah so so did you pull yourself <clears throat> did you pull yourself to a point where I guess you found your way out of that dark space or was it more of assistance of people around you? Because oh, because yeah. I wanna say yeah, the yeah. therapist or whoever you spoke to and stuff, yeah. whatever, can only bring you like so far and stuff, whatever. Mm-hmm. But what other things and stuff, whatever helped bring you straight out of it? Was it like the joy of seeing your son? Yeah. Is it the joy of the peoples around you? Because, you know, yeah. a, love, a support, a good support system and stuff will help bring you back to life, Of course, life, right? of course, yeah. yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like, what are those type of things and stuff for that? Like, even like, even a listener right now could probably use yeah. if they don't know. So for me, it was definitely, support was very, very big. You know, even if it was one or two friends that you had. Mm-hmm. Um, so at least some people in your corner. Yeah, 100%. Because gotcha. again, this is like a very new experience, right? And you don't really know. For me, I didn't really know how to deal with it. Mm-hmm. And again, just talking, how I work and how I operate sometimes is just by talking about a problem, it, it works. Because sometimes when you're talking and rambling... You don't. You might not notice sometimes. Like you end up solving your own problems. You know, you end true. up coming with yeah, your own true. solutions. Yeah. You know, sometimes you need to hear yourself. You know, to kind of get certain things uh, across. And Absolutely, stuff. I fully agree with that. Yeah, and even so, with me, I'm a very. I wouldn't say like I'm a huge like religious like christian faith person but i'm a really big firm believer on God and my family was very big is very big on God so I prayed a lot. I prayed a lot and you know I understand there's skeptics out there and people who you know who aren't really of religious background but just kind of finding something or find just even that inner voice that was telling me you know what at the end of the day I'm a mother first got you and you know like I really need to pull it out for my son because I was thinking about you know like I understand I'm dealing with my stuff but can you imagine the little fighter in there and the incubator right, <laughs> that right. is here you know has fought to be here still fighting kind of thing so days where I felt like I couldn't do it 
I would just kind of think about him like, listen, he is why, you know, we're here and stuff. And he was fought really hard to get here. So it's tough. But I mean, you know, it again, being lucky enough to even have him in the incubator because there was a slight chance where he could have passed away. You know, it was very like 50, 50 percent. So that that. So even that's weighing on your mind yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. <laughs> exactly. Right. Yeah. Let me ask you, is it um was it a, a situation where you you started to feel like something was wrong within yourself or or, or was it others around you saying, Hey, you don't seem like your usual self? For me it was definitely um, something I realized myself okay. and it was one day where um, I was just kind of sitting in the room and I was just sitting there no TV on, no music, no nothing I was just sitting there for a good like half an hour Right. and it was crazy because I didn't notice that I was sitting there until like some time went by and I'm like oh my gosh I'm just sitting here doing nothing Yeah. you yeah. know and then I started crying I'm like oh my, like it's just one of those things where like all these things it's kind of like, you know, all these things, like all this noise, like, you know, like just too much noise. And then boom, you just want it to stop. So you like run in a room and then like all of a sudden it just becomes silent. With that, it's like because there's so much weighing on my mind, I just shut down. And then like something just kind of like woke me up. Like you're sitting in the room, you're alone. You're not you're not doing anything. You're not talking to anybody. Like, what are you doing? And then I knew it was something wrong because I'm a very social person. I used to be right. very social, right. very active and mm-hmm. stuff. And, you know, like, I'm always talking to someone, you know, and I just noticed that half an hour when you're just sitting, staring at nothing or just that glare in your eyes where you're not really looking at anything, but you're just staring straight. Yeah. Yeah. That's when I knew that it was serious. And I started to, you know, because, again, I just couldn't really explain why am I just sitting here doing nothing. Yeah. It's it's funny because um, it's a thing that a lot of people may go through. And not actually know that they're going through. Yep. So that's why I'm asking, you know, if, if mm-hmm. it was like a like a self awareness type thing. Yeah. Sometimes people have to be have to be told, Hey, are you okay? You don't look so well. Yeah. For them to even stop to even think yeah. that hey, maybe something is wrong. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's it's a situation where you know, if if you can have that awareness in yourself, I think that's I think that's a start of the healing process. Yeah, 100%. Right? Um, cause, First Yeah, because you know, you know you're not your usual self. Yeah. You know that there's something wrong with you, right? Oh, for sure. Versus, versus you not knowing and other people seeing it and saying, hey, I think there might be something wrong with mm-hmm. you. you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So kudos for you to be able to, to, to just be able to, to just snap out of that moment and realize wait a sec, this is not normal. Yeah. This is not the normal, yep. right? You yeah. know what I mean? And and not just pass it off as something. Yeah. Right? Because yeah, a, a lot of times we'll do that. A lot of times, yeah, and, I mean, we, we we speak about this all the time within our community, mm-hmm. um, how we ignore things. We just decompartmentalize. Or we, we decompartmentalize. <clears throat> we just or, put it in a box and stuff and just put it away and think like, it's normal, it's nothing, and... And actually, all the stuff it has a residual effect. Yes, yeah. right? and and, yep. and even you know, even if you go to talk to somebody within our our, our background, they'll look at it and say, "No, nah, it's all in your head." Yeah, but yeah, it is in my yeah. head. Yeah, yeah. The there's a problem point. with my head. Yeah. yeah, something going on. Yeah, there's something going on. It's beyond me. I need some help. So I understand. I fully understand with that. I ain't mad at you and stuff. Whatever. Well, 
Are you in a better state now? Um, I, I am definitely in a better state now. I know that the stressors are have shifted. Now that my son is healthy and growing, you think about all these things as a mom, like him, his upbringing, mm-hmm. and like little things like, you know, like the potty training and, you know, how he's going to be. Like right now, I'm in transition of moving and stuff, so now I'm trying to find... The next best daycare. This is another big thing because that's trusting adults with your. Son. So postpartum. So postpartum can last in your in your mind. Let's say how long could um, it last? Average. Average. Well, with postpartum, it can last years. It can last like years. With me though. Because yeah, the research I've seen and stuff can last. Let's say three to five years after yeah, that child. After the child is born. born. Yeah, right, because right? I seen I seen that. But even mm-hmm. for you, some people they're not average, right? Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like for you, for you yeah. For me, um, again, no, I'm in, I'm in a much better position. I'd say that it lasted, I'd say, a good year and a half. Like a good, a really good year and a half until I started to go to school again. Mm-hmm. And that was actually suggested by my mother. Mm-hmm. You know, we're talking about that support group. Support, right. She was definitely in my corner just helping me try to find something to, like an outlet at the time. Yeah. Keep so, your mind on things. Yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. exactly. So that was a really big part as to why I went back to school. It was just a suggestion. Quick, you know, I'll go check this out, go look at this, you know. And that helped. Again, it motivated me, but yet... You can't help as a mother not to think about these things that are still in your mind because it's something very hard to get over. Facts. Especially with that traumatic, traumatic things that you go through, like with the the. Right when you're in your your case and everything and stuff like that, right? That's (laughs) a different type of thing and stuff. Yeah, that's not. That's not. I want to say a normal story. Exactly, it's very digital. And I was premature myself, so you have like I was just thinking about oh, is this hereditary? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm gonna always gonna have to go through this kind of birth because right. I was told that after having my son, I would potentially have to have C sections for the rest of my life. Oh. You know, yeah, you know, every single birth, and I was, you know, I was told that I can't have any children two and a half years after having him. Because of the complications and because of everything that happened. Right. And again, this is coming from someone who had a normal pregnancy up until that point. So right. you, again, you never really know. You know, it's just, again, about adjusting. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, all you can really do is just, just take it in strides. Really. Support, man. Yeah, the, man. The support, support system group, is man. huge. The support system is major, man. We definitely have to have that and stuff, whatever, mm-hmm. to get through these <clears throat> uh, trying time and stuff, whatever is that. I mean, postpartum and stuff, whatever. Um us as men, I want to say we're not, I don't want to speak for all of my species, but I want to say most of us and stuff at times, we don't really see certain type of things. Yeah. And certain things kind of miss us, mm-hmm. but we're oblivious. Right. And a lot of yeah. times and stuff, whatever, it's kind of like, yeah, yeah, of course you can concur. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I'm like, but because we're oblivious and stuff, whatever, yeah. a lot of times and stuff, whatever, is that if you're in a situation where you feel like your partner isn't, I want to say, are well enough to, to see these changes and stuff within you, don't think less of your male partner. Yeah. 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 In the process, whatever. I like agree. I said, it's the, we're just oblivious, but once certain things get pointed out, we're easier to work with. Because mm-hmm. if you say, like, I want something to drink, okay, I'll get up and get you something to yeah. drink. <laughs> but if we don't know, we just think it's peachy keen. Yeah. yeah. So, like, there's a different thing and stuff like from, like, when our mother yeah. watches a kid compared to when our father watches a kid, yeah. right? Because... There's certain things and stuff that we just look for. Once we know that kid is quiet, we know some <laughs> shit is going down. Yep. Right. Snap yep. to something and stuff. Yep. But mothers just know. Like, their third yeah, eye just like, opens up. and Erica just, Badu, I was about to yeah. say, we have her spirit in us, all of us. Yeah, too. so the third eye just Erica opened Badu up vibes. and they just know exactly. Mm, yeah. Nah, shut it down. Kid looks guilty <laughs> as shit. So that's what I'm saying. 
women are better with that and stuff whatever compared to like men yeah. but just don't think and stuff whatever we're not part of your support yeah, system yeah. just know for a fact and stuff whatever we're just that oblivious that you have to kind of point it out to us like yeah. something's not right yeah. with me mentally I need help and if your pride like, like we say on the show your yeah. ego isn't your amigo yeah. so if it's up to a point like that whatever we live in text message time Send a text. Send a text. Send a text. Write it down. And even to the women out there, um, I was going to say, like, as much, because I, I, I did this a couple times, assuming because your partner knows you so well, you, you've been with your partner for years, we assume that they should just know us good enough or well enough to point these things out. Mm-hmm. Ladies are still men. Men are still men. <laughs> they Facts. need reminders. Agreed. <laughs> no matter how long you've been with them, you know, because they'll like, you know, I, with my partner, he thought it was just being a bitch he's like you know mm. you're being a little bitchy right now what's going on you know like he would kind of subliminally ask like you know like in a nice way try to ask like if it was that time of the month and it's just like no you know mm. i'm going through something way bigger and he tried to understand it but again he was also you know that's another thing i want to point out they may also be going through something as it, well it's it's yeah. funny that you mentioned that and i was yeah. actually gonna wait for you to to finish what yeah. you were saying yeah to say um it it it's one of those situations where we we are bad at expressing our feelings and how yeah. we feel. So a lot of times in these situations, they are. I'm emotional orange. It is emotional orange. I'm besides, emotional, I'm emotional motherfucker. Us men, besides besides okay. Marv, okay. Us, us men yeah. sometimes we have that. a problem with expressing ourselves uh, the way how we feel, and then sometimes we feel because we're men. We have to be macho and this, that, that. Yeah. Mean, meanwhile, yeah. there's stuff that's going on within Sorry. us that we're masking. You know what I mean? And I think, I think, you know, postpartum depression can affect men oh, as yeah. much as 100%. it can, can women. Oh, yeah. And it's just a, it's, it's a situation where I think, you know, understanding this is is probably probably one of the one of the biggest keys to help turning that around for both male and female. Yes. Um and then just um and then moving forward with that understanding. What are the signs to look out for? All right. Appreciate you for the little postpartum piece. Thank you. You know? You know it's not often we have a woman on the show without a purpose cuz I want to say the last time we had a woman okay, well the first time we had a woman on the show, <laughs> she was her purpose was about debunking all the myths and myth busters of a stripper. I enjoyed that episode. Yes, I really did. Gracias, gracias. And then mm-hmm. we had the other episode and stuff where we talk about the halftime report. We mm-hmm. had another woman on the show. Yeah. So, but we never really had a non-type of thing, non-type of heavy topic type of thing. So, yeah. let's have a little Venus and Venus versus Mars moment. Okay. You know, since since we got we got you, yeah, we got you for, for some sure. time. Let's do it. So then, and, and I think. Uh, some of our, our 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 female listeners kind of get at us sometimes because no, they they come heavy because they think we're we're, we're definitely we're biased <laughs> shoot, shooting from the male perspective we're biased whatever you guys only talk about from the men's side I'm like I'm like I just hey told you ladies emotional. I'm representing for you guys today I got you that's a heavy load though I got you it's it's a that's heavy, a heavy it's load. A heavy load. Hey, this you world might, is you might get some load. inboxes. Why you ask this question? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Why you say this? Mm-hmm. So be prepared. Oh, I'm prepared. All right. So let me ask you: equal rights for women? Mm-hmm. Does it really exist? No, I feel like that will be. It, as as honestly, I will admit we have come a really long way mm-hmm. from where we were. 
We have ways to go, though, because I honestly feel that, you know, like just growing up, even like with that me growing up, it was always seen as a man's world or, you know, even just in how we talk with certain things, like whenever we're describing things, we'll say he before she for some, for example. And with me, I feel like, you know, like this Me Too movement, it, it, it's, it's That's good. Women, it, it, it's, no, it's women. But at the same time, it's like now like there there's battles saying well you know like now you know certain women are getting out of hand and people are just you know women are using that as an excuse to you know throw men under the bus kind of thing so there's i just personally feel like there will always be some sort of challenge or some sort of hurdle that we have to get over to be well you're you're a mother of a a man in making right yeah exactly so i mean i feel like most of the women and stuff whatever especially who are mothers of sons yeah yeah they should be at least a little aware and stuff whatever because what do these things happen might happen to their sons? Yeah, no, this is true. This right? is hundred percent true. And like what if your son and stuff might go for a job yeah. where he might be hundred and thirty percent qualified for and but because they need to put a woman in power, yeah, to avoid a me too from or any kind mm-hmm. of charge and stuff, whatever, your son gets X'd out from the candidacy of that job, right? Yeah, because of the gender. Correct. Yeah. So it's a, it's it's important. It really is important because you know we women we work really hard. There's a lot of things that we do that a lot of men can't do, you know. Um, and I say that out of love. Right? So, so just <laughs> example such as example as well bearing children, you know, bearing children. Yeah, I ain't pushing in that itself. My right there, you go. That in itself is I think, a I, huge. I think somebody had a child. The a male had a child the other day. Do you see C-section? that? Do you see what I mean though? Yeah. C-section. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. But you know, that, that's history. That just started because technology has allowed it to. Mm. Women have been doing this. We were born with this gift that we didn't ask for. We were blessed with, you know? Mm-hmm. And, you know, just the nurturing part. And I look, look look at a man running the country. I kind of feel like if a woman was doing it, maybe she would do it a little better. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> In Canada, y'all had a woman named Jane Campbell. Oh, yes. That's yes, right. Yes. Okay. Listen. Uh, hold on. How I, you just I, I have Jane Campbell? Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Who's the lady over in London right now? Yeah, Theresa May. Right? And you had Iron Margaret Thatcher. Yeah. Yeah, no, 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 this is true. You know what? I take that back. No, that is very true. That is very true. I, I just personally feel like... Girl, don't be fucking up your species. Okay, boo. You need to watch that shit. I told you. It's a heavy show. I was thinking of more so just like Trump and power and Bush and stuff and, you know, like just... Just all of that. It just seems very much... I just feel like women, you know, I can't say all women, but we just tend to put a lot more... I guess like feeling and purpose in certain things that we do. And again, I'm not saying that this isn't men as mm-hmm. well, but I just feel like, you know, like we, there's a lot of things that we take on. We, I feel like we can take on more and handle a lot more without like, I guess like feeling stress. It's kind of like a super woman type of thing. Like, you know, we were kind of like it's born that, to do certain it's things. That gene yeah. That gene gracious, you know, gene gracious. Automatically, I'm a woman, so I'm going to, you know, like my mom will grow me, like, okay, you know, you gotta make sure the house is clean, you gotta make sure, like, this, that, and the third. Growing up with my grandparents, my grandma always provided for her husband, you know, like, there was just certain things that were embedded, like, you know, I'm a woman, I have to do this. Like, you know, yes, the men is a breadwinner, but at the end of the day, women are running the show behind them, you know? Okay. okay. Women are always under the show, and just like that saying goes, you know, behind a successful man is a great woman. You know, like you all, you need us. You know, we are needed. I was going to say behind every successful man is a fat wallet. 
<laughs> and a great that, woman that, that, that kind of make them <laughs> sit, sit, sit to the left a little yeah, bit because I mean, like, you yo, can't sit straight on that wallet. That's the first thing behind <laughs> him, and then behind yeah. that fat wallet is that woman. Say, <laughs> so, so let me I'm take saying. that wallet out your back pocket so you ain't got to sit off. Let me help thin out the wallet for you, boom. Just a little bit, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You With know the what? great rewards and the blessings that I that I bestow upon you, yes, why not? So, okay. Gifts. Let me ask you this now. Yeah. Should a woman, because you said, you said men are normally the, the breadwinners and stuff, whatever, mm-hmm. right? In a world full of independent women, is there a problem for a woman to go Dutch on food, bills, rent, mortgage, those things? No, I don't think that there's a problem in that. So you're okay with the whole aspect and stuff, whatever, of that men are the providers... And he'd still be considered a provider because, but he's asking you to go half on your, your stuff. Well, it depends. Like, if it's everything, then, like, personally, I would have an issue with it, you know, because, again, like, I'm not saying that women can't hold their own or do it, but it's just, it's just expected. Like, you know, us women, we want to feel protected and we want to kind of sort of lean on our, you know, our spouses or partners or whatever when times get rough kind of thing. So, you know, I just feel like that, like, you know, experiences with my girlfriends, like the, the common denominator that a lot of women are looking for is that security in a man, you know, like he, he will always be like our protector, our provider kind of thing. I have gone on like dates where like we split the bill. I personally don't have an issue with it, you know, because mm. you're not entitled. You work hard for your money. You aren't entitled to always pay, you know, for certain things that I do if you right. would love to. By any means, you right. know. But I mean, no, there'll be special days, special yeah. moments, yeah, and stuff like exactly. That but within within a, yeah. a relationship or a dating period and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, right? exactly. And I know that we're we're in newer times and stuff. But I just I'm an old fashioned kind of gal. I kind of feel like a man. You know, he wants to do these things for his woman. You know? Yeah, it's, but then what that gonna say? Old fashioned kind of gal that you are and stuff, whatever. Uh-huh. There's some kind of rules and dance that come with the old fashioned kind of <laughs> gal thing okay. and stuff, whatever. Right? Like, yeah. yeah I mean, like if. We're looking at an old-fashioned type of thing. That dude might come from a world where the woman, you know, not to, not to be sexist and anything, mm-hmm. might want his woman to be in the kitchen all the time. Yeah. Might want his woman to do some type of old-fashioned type of things and stuff, whatever, right? Yeah. And a modern woman such as yourself and other women and stuff, whatever, now, mm-hmm. they're not for that. Yeah. Whatever, that's right? What so that's, something, that's where the clash and stuff, whatever, kind of come into play. Yeah. Right? So a lot of, a lot of guys and stuff, I look at it like this. You women rock. Yes. You guys have a higher graduation rate than us. You guys yep. dominate the workforce more than us and everything like that. Yeah. So it's obvious that you guys would have, it would be more of you guys making more money than men, mm-hmm. especially not in proper positions. Exactly. So if if I'm to date you yeah. and you're a woman who makes 100K yeah. and I'm a janitor in a high school yeah. and I make like 40K. Well, your aspirations are high, bro. <laughs> how'd, you, how'd you get her? <laughs>
<coughs> honey, the top steakhouse. I ain't get paid this week. Oof. <laughs> honey, wink, wink. Well, see, my thing is okay. Honestly, if if well, if a woman knows that she's making more than a man, then she would assume majority of the time that she would have that financial responsibility. I'm just gonna put it out there, mm. you know. Um, so then she would be prepared for that. She's definitely prepared for that. If it was someone, you know, like playing, you know, paying Dutch all the time, like, yes, here and there is good. But if you're doing it all the time, sweetie, you might need a new man. You know, it's one of those things where if he's always because now that's when the woman starts to feel like a crutch mm. more than a provider or supporter. She feels like a crutch because, if you know, you, women get trapped into this all the time where they fall in love and then. You know, they start doing things for their partners and then continue to do these things over and over again. And then one day she's sitting there looking at her bank statements like, how much do I really do for this guy? You know, oh, it happens. OK, so you know, we talk about the bank with Brian's. You know why? Because <laughs> she. Brian. Yeah, the bank with Brian's yeah, of the world. Some women, some women definitely become digmatized and just can't stop helping. But see, at the, at, see, OK, so my I have a question. This stuff yeah. Here. Should a woman help a man out financially when they're dating. Because I feel like in a relationship and stuff, whatever, we're supposed to have each other's back. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Right? But yeah. what about when they're dating? When they're dating and stuff, whatever, it's still, I want to say, rookie shit, yeah. beginning stages yeah. and stuff, whatever. Yeah. Would you feel the type of way? Um. Well, yeah, because if you're dating, you're also getting to know the other person. You know, like, is this person right for me? This is who I want to spend my life with. So, like, it's... A, it's Usually, a lot of a lot of people tend to hide their financial situations while the dating, if it's not a good one, mm-hmm. because again, they wanna they wanna like you know get someone who's financially stable, who's financially there, potentially able to help them, kind of thing. But for personally, for me, that would be a factor I would look into. So like you know, if I see a certain pattern that I'm like I'm paying, or I'm noticing that I'm paying all the time as we're dating. You gonna pull I'm this card? Gonna, yeah, you I'm gonna, gonna assume whistling. like red card. <laughs> Red card, look yeah. back, book Brian. What yeah. <laughs> you bring it to the table? Seriously. And not the knife and fork. Not the free bread either. No, so, you know. Cheddar biscuits, man. The red lobster, man. Unlimited free biscuits. Yeah. <laughs> That's all you have yeah. to offer. And, like, again it's, again, it's not to knock anybody who's in a hard position. It's just you really have to have aspirations to get yourself out. You know, like, we need to, even if you're the brokest person, if you have aspirations and if you have a plan to get somewhere doing something absolutely okay you if know? you fail to plan you plan to fail exactly yeah. you know lottery tickets won't cut it and you know it's it's, it, it's funny because you ha- you'll, you'll have a man who, who will have a certain integrity about him mm-hmm. and a certain way about him that even though he knows that you can fit the bill and he might not necessarily be in a position to be shelling all that money this is where some pride hurts a lot of people. Yeah. Right. Where he where he'll be like, nah, nah, I got this. The the bill is like two hundred bucks. He only got like two twenty five in his wallet. Nope. And he about to say, Not my emotional yeah. ass. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I'm gonna cover it all just because he wants to be that man seen as somebody. Yeah. In a certain light, and he doesn't want to feel like, oh, I'm taking advantage. Of this sister, so and, and I could see that happening in in the dating stages. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, not not more so after you've you've been together after a while and you got your 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 free. You yeah. know how each other is, but in that beginning stages, I I would probably feel like, you know, that same situation. Like like, damn, I really like this this lady. I hope she don't feel like, 
I'm taking advantage of the situation because yeah. you know I mean? she got bank. I'm sitting here with a you know my, the thin wallet. I can sit on both my ass cheeks because the wallet ain't fat mm-hmm. on the left side. Right. You know what I mean? And I, how, how do I, I how do I make it seem like you know I'm not in it for the money? Well, the only way I can make it seem like I ain't in it for the money is to show up for myself. And also show up for my lady. Yeah, but right? you, can't, you can't shoot too high or whatever. I remember years ago, you cussed me out because here's the thing. I had a, a set plan okay. for an ex of mine's, mm-hmm. right? About trying to get married. Mm-hmm. It didn't work out with her. Yeah. Right? But I already had things preset okay. and prepaid for. So when it came to that time and stuff, whatever, they're like, hey, just to let you know... You know, they sent me a confirmation email to oh, let yeah. you know your date is coming up. Me and X already broke up. Yeah. But I was talking to a new girl. <laughs> okay. So when I was talking to a new girl and stuff now, whatever. Yeah. I'm like, do I hand off my <laughs> my date to a friend of mine so he can use for his woman? Or I just run through it and stuff, whatever, with the new chick. With the new girl. And I said, fuck it, I'm going to run with it with the new chick. And it was a gusto kind of date thing <laughs> yeah. for like a rookie date dating situation. Yeah. This was our second date. Yeah. Right, right. So the first date, yeah. we went to a regular restaurant and stuff. What I want to say, we went to like maybe the keg. Yeah. Something like that. Okay. And then for the second date, whatever, we're out on Lake Ontario <laughs> with like violinists playing at our table. They're busting off fireworks. Whoa. And all this stuff. Right. Yeah, so the hard expectations like... Oh my gosh! Jeez. First date is tag. Oh, second second date. date is this whatever. It's like this guy is the one. Third date helicopter ride. Hell no! Third date <laughs> was we we smashed the Martin and stuff whatever <laughs> playing on Netflix or some shit. Some reruns of Martin on DVD. Oh my so my thing and stuff is I was like, I kind of set it too high mm-hmm. for her. Right? Mm-hmm. The expectation stuff is kind of set too high because she's probably yeah. looking like, yeah, like you said, third date, helicopter, helicopter ride, whatever, right? Uh-uh. Nah, boo. My budget already unblown. First one, yep. that was my, t- my paycheck. And this one's see, already prepaid it's for. It's gone. So, money's gone. And guys have to be careful. When you do that, we notice. You can't, you know, first, yeah. you can't notice, for, you know, first date, you're taking me to the Ritz-Carlton, second date, you have coupons in your pocket. We notice, you know, you had that one splurge date But I that care about you that, that, in that way, to make sure I spend well on you. To make sure I had I hit the plug up for the connects. For the one day. Nigga, you just didn't want to give the date away, man. <laughs> Nigga, stop telling lies, man. You recycled the <laughs> date. You're goddamn right I did. You didn't want to get a date away. You talking about, oh, I felt I felt for you. This is why we got the violence playing <laughs> in the background. AKA, oh, this has hey. been ser- this is recycled. Even That's hey. even worse. I, I didn't tell her that. She just took it. She took the whole thing, shebang, the yeah, smile, this is so and she lovely. enjoyed it. This is so nice. You are nice. Yeah, and I told him, like, well, you know, thanks for a great night. She's like, no nightcap? No. Come on in, boo. <laughs> Don't be shy. Come on by. So let me ask you guys something. Do you guys think that there's um, there's a lot of people who don't date for that reason alone? Financial insecurities. Men and women? Mm-hmm. I feel that there's a good portion of men that don't date for that purpose. Yeah. Because a lot of guys and stuff, whatever, or the guys that I know of, they they know for a fact. This is an expression. You can lose a lot of money chasing women, but you can't lose a lot of women chasing money. Yeah. Right. So a lot of guys and stuff, whatever, who think like that, they tend to stay away from a situation and stuff, whatever, where they're like, I know a guy. He was unemployed for maybe like two months. Okay. Mm. But he was single. 
Yeah. Okay. And yeah. like whenever a woman and stuff were like, you know, if, if a woman would look his way, if we went somewhere and stuff like that, whatever, a woman would look his way, he's like, I can't afford her. I'd be like, but you don't know. You don't know, but that's <laughs> what I'm saying. He made that assumption, yeah. So right. He made that assumption because yeah. you know his financial situation and stuff is that he might have to take her on a date, he might have to spend this and all that type of stuff, whatever. So he's like, he got to get his money up first. Sounds right. Like anxiety. Right. Hmm? Sounds like a little anxiety. A oh, trust me, boo, there's a lot of... Yeah. We got some problems over here. Oh, oh, you guys okay. may look at men and stuff as like the, the rocks and the tuffs and everything like that, whatever. You guys got yeah, it going yeah. on Smokey Robinson, there. Tears of a Clown. Oh, no. It's real over here on yeah, Being a Man. It ain't easy. My song. Yeah, man. But that, that, I mean, and it goes back to what I said earlier. With the postpartum for men. Yeah, yeah. a lot of us will, will hide our feelings or hide how we, you know, how what we, we truly feel inside and put up that front. Yeah. So I mean, you just don't know sometimes when it comes with it comes to us. You you really don't know sometimes when it comes to us. So maybe I should ask you this. I guess like for men out there that are listening, um, as a woman, is there something specifically that we as women or or men, whoever your partners, can be doing to, I guess, encourage you guys to open up more? Aside from marvelous over here who's an emotional hey, you know tank slash usher slash uh you know b2k a little I'm bit out maybe here giving all my feelings on the wax yeah but like it's in general because like women like me you know i i've gone through some things where you know i'm always trying to find new ways to get you know my partner to open up and stuff not necessarily badgering him because there's mm-hmm. a point where you become annoying right you know and you don't want to cross that line because he will never talk to you <laughs> sometimes you will never talk to you but is there something that you guys can suggest as women or a partner, whoever that may be, that will help encourage you to open up? I think for me, it would probably just be, I mean, just keep the con- just keep the conversation going. You don't necessarily have to ask, you know, you know, things like, what's up with you? Is there anything new with you or this, that? But um, if you keep a, a conversation going mm-hmm. where that where those things can come out, Naturally, because a lot of times, a lot of times we do want to talk, yeah, and a lot of times we do want to express ourselves. Um, but it's just we we don't want to be asked, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, it's almost like a situation where we want to be, we want to feel like it's we can just go ahead and talk and, and feel how we feel as opposed to. Oh, you look mad. What's wrong? Yeah. Then right away, we be like, ain't nothing wrong. And we ask me what's wrong for him. I'm good. You know what I mean? It's if, if it's just a natural conversation that's happening. And, you know, if even if you, you lead off with maybe you being vulnerable yourself, mm-hmm. you know, saying, hey, so-and-so happened to me today. This is how it made me feel. This, that, and the third. And, you know what I mean? Start off from that, that vulnerable, vulnerable spot. Maybe ask, yo, you know, you think I handled it okay? Yeah. Did, did, did you think that the situation was right? Give give him the chance to respond. Yeah. Then right after he responds, he's like, you know what? That's good advice. Mm-hmm. You know, you're like, like how, how come you're always like that? Like, yeah. do you ever have bad days? You know what I mean? Yeah. Now the floor is open. Now he feels like, yo, I just, you know, I'm super, I just solved something. I'm the greatest man in the world, but you know what? Yeah, you know what? I do have some times yeah. where 
it's it's a little it's a rough. Setup, guys. It's a setup. It's it's, it's a little <laughs> it's a little rough. It's a setup, guys. It's a little this. It's a little that. She sets you up already, went for that pitfall to start snitching on yourself. Hey, so, it is sometimes not sometimes you open. gotta get us. You gotta slide that win in to get us to snitch Listen. on ourselves, man. And 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 you know we we open up from from that point, and you know again it's like. It, you got you got to know how to gauge it too because you're right. A lot of times we don't like to be pushed. Yeah, you know what I mean. We don't like if if you ask us, you know, if, is this something we say? Nah, nothing's wrong. Yeah. Mm. Then kind of then kind of leave it like that. Yeah. Don't like no. I know that look. Something's wrong. You know what I mean? Is if 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 you if you can kind of gauge it and say, hey, okay, all right, well, you know what. If there so happens to be anything that you want to talk about, I'm yeah. all ears. You know, I'm always all ears. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then, then kind of leave that ball in his court for him to dribble around with. And, you know, you know, and then maybe he'll shoot the ball. He may yeah. say, you know what? This this happened to me today or yeah, that happened true. to me today and kind of made me feel a way about it. I know I don't really, you know, I'm not really one to talk about my feelings, but yeah. since you asked, you know what <laughs> I mean? And give me an opportunity to, to, to say things. And... Mm-hmm. I think I think if you if you approach it that way, it lets us feel less vulnerable yeah. when we're talking about ourselves. Yeah. And I think we're more in a situation where, hey, I don't always have to be the strong one. Yeah. Here I here I was just a few minutes ago being the strong one. Mm-hmm. But now hey, here's an opportunity yeah. for me to be vulnerable. That's very important. I feel like mm-hmm. everyone needs someone. Whether it be even complete strangers are the best listeners sometimes. Sometimes, like you know, I know a lot of people who are comfortable with talking to complete strangers, and I'd say like like a psychologist or a therapist, yeah, someone who doesn't know them, you know, because I know like again, it's a pride thing. If you feel judged, it might you know hinder yourself to open up a little bit more. But I mm-hmm. kind of feel like you know, just we have this this trait in within our community, especially where. Like you were saying earlier, like, you know, like it's just tight, keep a tight lip on a lot of serious things. And then we grow in that pattern. And again, like there's a lot of things that that happen that we don't that go unnoticed. Like, again, like the deep depression. But it stems from that thing. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So. Gotcha. Gotcha. You know, I appreciate that. Yeah. And then again, like I know that a lot of women would appreciate any any efforts especially now this i just feel like times are just so much stressful it could be technology and the advancement of technology but and then just social media but it's a lot more stressful you need time to decompress and yeah. a lot of times a lot of times i feel like a lot of people they don't take the time to decompress mm-hmm. and pull away from these things stuff that they tend to take that make them less human yeah i agree right so when you don't decompress from these things that make you less human, yeah. the changes and stuff come in and stuff, whatever, to make you less human or less emotional or people are less empathetic. Yeah. Like yeah I think right. like when it comes to a portion where um, I was saying two people, so many people are, are involved to try to be like when the XX Tenacion died. Yeah. Right. They were so involved to say, oh, my gosh, I got him, his body recorded yeah. him being dead. That was very right? sad. Mm hmm. A man just lost his life and you're just recording his lifeless body and stuff, whatever, and just putting up on social media purposes and stuff, whatever, right? Instead of taking away from the fact that the man just died. The man just lost his life. He might need CPR. You don't know if he's still alive or not, whatever. Nothing. They're just making certain stuff as that. That's it. You want to be the first. Right. And that's taken away from humanity Mm -hmm. aspect. 
And it's more the, the social media thing. So a lot of times we should decompress. I feel like us as people should have a time to decompress stuff, whatever. And it's not just once a month. It's kind of like within the day. There's 24 hours within a day and stuff, yeah. whatever. You probably at least for yourself, whatever. As a parent, you probably at least maybe have 30 minutes for yourself. Yeah. Probably yeah. take 30 minutes. Yeah. Probably whatever. Any minutes. small. No, so, I any agree. Small thing. I agree. It's the small victories that count, right? Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. that's and where I it agree. kicks in. And it's crazy. Like, as you were saying that, I was thinking of those, like, two times within the last year and a half that uh, Instagram was down mm-hmm. and everyone was going crazy. Yeah. Listen, you know, like, it's just crazy. Listen. <laughs> Like, I found that Instagram, so what's WhatsApp, and Facebook was down this morning, and people were going crazy. Really? Like, Listen, man, I, I, because I was trying to post my um my album cover for the ten day album challenge. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I noticed it was just it was just hanging for a bit. Yeah, so I'm like, I mean, this is this is weird. It doesn't usually hang. Mm-hmm. So I'm uh, I'm I'm thinking maybe there's something wrong with my my Rogers. Mm-hmm. So I said, well, let me do a little. Google see if anybody else is having problems with their Rogers in the area because that's the first thing you check when your Wi-Fi ain't working, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Then so when I when I do um you know Rogers not working, the first thing that pops up is Instagram is not working. <laughs> <laughs> then I looked wow. again, WhatsApp is not working. Then wow. I looked again, Facebook is not working. I'm saying, wow. And under those headings mm-hmm. is thousands of people reporting these things mm-hmm. not working do you guys ever think as like conspiracy theorists out there do you ever think that they do that on purpose just to kind of see the reaction of the masses because i mean if you think about it all these social media platforms go I'll down on the I'll same day the shit out of all of y'all because me like i'm not attached to my device like that right yeah yeah me personally i'm not attached to my device and stuff but i don't have like notifications yeah. or anything like that whatever so I'll do it just to fuck with y'all. Yeah, but right I kind of feel like that's what they're doing. Because, like, list, like, like you've named, like, three or four different social media platforms that went down on the same day. Well, so, I mean, it's, they're all same owned by time. Facebook. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Facebook, Facebook has the power. Facebook yeah, has the power. Mm-hmm. Basically. To fuck up your world. To, to do that. <laughs> Honestly. To do that. You know what I mean? They Look, can- relationships, listen, everything. Man. Seriously. Listen, man. That's the X-Files theme. Facebook is the common denominator. I'm here thinking to myself, hey, okay, my, my album cover is not, not posting, right? And could you could you imagine the amount of people who are just who are just saying, oh my gosh, I can't check my likes. <laughs> mm-hmm. All the IG I can't I can't see my posts. I can't do this, that, or the third. Yeah. I'm talking I'm talking under that headings with thousands of people complaining. Mm-hmm. And this was a, this was a, this was just a span of like maybe two hours. Right. And that's disgusting. I kind of feel like the only people that should be really going nuts like that is if you're getting paid for your posts. If not, it'll you'll be fine. Yeah. Or if you're you just trying to find no the quote. Oh, yeah. you Listen, no quote. They out here trying to make it happen. And I stuff know. Listen, oh, they I... out here. Every day is a new is a new sex worker. Exactly. Request either you, I'm getting. Either you're getting like, paid no, for these the posts, shit. or you're just waiting to hear from the latest. You know, the prodigal sons. That's yeah, that's right? the only reason why you should be so in tune to these exactly. things. Exactly. Yeah. Only reason. 
Because the likes, because you know, like Instagram's not working today, it'll be working tomorrow. You know, like, and I, and I, I deleted my Facebook a couple years ago. I, one day I'm like, you know what I was doing? I was decomposing, like you were saying, mm-hmm. um, you know, just separating myself from social media. And so I'm like, you know what? Let me try to do two weeks without Facebook. Because I started to notice that I would just check my phone just because. Mm-hmm. I was just on Facebook like five minutes ago and I would just open my phone and go on Facebook again. Nothing new, but I would just do it. And I'm like, you know what? Let me try going two weeks without it. And two weeks turned into a month. A month turned into two. Mm-hmm. And then two turned into permanent, you know? And it just, as weird as this may sound, it's just something that was very freeing. You know, like it just, not to say that I still go on social media like Instagram and Snapchat, but with Facebook... It was the oldest social media platform I had. And it also had a lot more networking and a lot more connects. So I noticed that I would be on my phone more because of that. Mm -hmm. So once I got rid of that, I was just like, man, (laughs) uh, like this one little app can really break or make or break your life. And and in that lies the problem, because what I what I've always uh, I've always maintained and. I mean, even with the even with the last week's episode when we were talking about technology within schools and so forth, um, it's just not going backwards. Technology, it it, it's a situation where it moves forward, but it it, it's not going to go backwards. Mm -hmm. So these things, these platforms that we're seeing, it's here to stay. Mm -hmm. More so the fact that it makes it, 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 it makes a lot of things more efficient. So again, when I say um, in, in regards to work tools, you understand? Before where you, let's say you, you had a uh, Marv's Burgers. Okay. Right? You need some employees for Marv's Burgers. So I post now hiring. So now you post not hiring where before you probably might have had to go through some newspapers. newspapers or you probably would have to go through some hiring company, this, that, and the third. And they're only going to reach so much, right? right? And they're doing their, their casting maybe a wide net. Right. Where now you can reach, you can pinpoint who you want to reach and have a more maximized effect, Right. Um, I agree. Journalism, whereas people needed to be tied to some sort of paper, newspaper, or this, that, and the third, in order for them to get their words, their thoughts, and stuff like that out. Now you just need to set yourself up with a blog. Mm. You understand? So a lot of a lot of times where we wanted we want to be able to decompress, we want to be able to separate ourselves Mm -hmm. but it's now the new way of doing things Mm -hmm. so you know just uh just uh maybe a few days ago me my wife and daughter we went out to denny's to have uh breakfast and we were talking about the whole y'all invite me though nah who knows where you was listen man (laughs) panagios check that out panagios yeah that's a good one Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah i heard about that spot but yeah, so we we were out having breakfast, and the, the again the the topic came up with the technologies in school, mm. and wifey was like, "Nah, everybody's losing their phone as soon as they come inside the school. This that that and the third. I'm banning all phones." And I'm saying, "Well, we're in a society today where, unfortunately, 
You can't do that unless all the teachers who are with you say they're going to do the same thing. Yeah, I was just thinking about the same thing. Right? Because the first, the first time you go against the grain and no other teacher is doing that to go against the grain with you, you become the problem. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. So furthermore, what you gotta what you gotta look at it as now is a lot of these things we're leaving we're leaving into the hands of the students to either make or break themselves. Mm-hmm. So they gotta know what they're doing. Right. Because assignments are no longer given in the typical way. Yep. Again, this is what I'm saying, technology moving forward. Right, right. Yep. right now they're telling you, oh, you gotta go to a certain certain website, log in, this is where you're gonna get your assignment. You're, you're you're now going to need to do this research. We discussed this the other day. There's no more encyclopedias. Correct. So you got to go online and do your research, this, that, and the third. A lot of these things are allowed to be happening inside the classroom. Oh, yeah. Right? Yep. The problem is, is that you can't monitor every individual student to make sure this is what they're using their, their, their device, their tool to do. Yeah, exactly. So a lot of times they're on their Facebook, mm-hmm. they're on their IG, they're mm-hmm. on their Snapchat doing stuff that has absolutely nothing mm-hmm. to do no with way. school. Right. But we can't go backwards. That's fine. We, we but- can't now say, hold on, we, hold on, we can't now say ban all technology within schools because as we say that, schools are underfunded. Yep. So now, if you're going to ban all technology for to, to be in control of what the student does, then you know what? Th- this homework and these assignments that you know post- posting online, That's you got to put a computer on every desk yes. right. for them to be able to access that. Right. That becomes More money, money mm-hmm. right? So we're talking a computer in every classroom. Yep. In every school, mm-hmm. in every province, across the whole damn country, who's going to do that? Who's going to fit the bill for that? The taxpayer is saying, oh, well, wait, wait a sec. No, nah, wait a sec. No, nah, no. Nah. It's better for me to buy my son a right. cell phone yeah. and send him to school for him to do that. Mm-hmm. So you see what I'm saying? This is, this is that whole, this, this whole catch-22 of that problem where... We want we want ourselves as a society to mm-hmm. decompress, but, but at the same time we want ourselves as a society to embrace these tools society, to help us yeah. move forward. Now, <laughs> what the solutions that I came up with is that you gotta do you gotta do things different. You can't tell the student, you know what? You can't you can't have your cell phone to to do this that and the third because when you take away their cell phone from doing this this that and the third you're also taking away their opportunity for education if they need that cell phone what you now got to do is you got to come up with ways to educate mm-hmm. because it's not going nowhere Fair. Yep. so you got to tell them okay listen we now we're, we're now putting forth a a course on how to effectively use your time and their technology with your time. Yeah. Right? We're not saying that you can't do this, that, and the third, like your Snapchat, your Facebook, but there's a time for that. Right? The time for you when you're in school, you got to be able to use this time to use your, your, your tools properly. Um, the, the other day, um, John John sent me a post. Mm-hmm. Right? The post was, 
in certain European countries, right? At the crosswalks, on the the floor, or uh, they they got certain columns Mm -hmm. that flash green or red. On the floors? On the floor. Why? Because people are walking and looking down with a cell phone. So now, as opposed to telling people, don't do this, because nobody's listening to that. Don't walk. With, with your face in the cell phone. No. So they got to come up with more proactive solutions. Like, okay, you know what? Let me put these flashing green and reds down on this. I can catch their attention while yeah, they're looking while they're at their, right. yeah. their cell phones. We now got to, we have to now be forward thinking on technology is not going nowhere and it's not going backwards. So we got to now develop certain behaviors. We got to teach these people how to develop certain behaviors. I was just, as he sent me that, I sent him back something else saying, well, you know, we got to do something for the drivers because as high as these fines are, there's still people driving and texting. Yeah. That's not going to be something. That's not going to be something that's going to be stopped. It's not. At least with the driving, at least with the driving drunk. Yeah. If they they wanted to do it, they can mandatory install all cars with breathalyzers. You understand? But then that becomes punishing a certain part of the population yeah. who don't drink. But even so, it's also money. It's, it's also money. Yep. But but it's a, it, it's a, it, yeah. but that they'll they'll pass the cost on to you. Oh, they'll yeah. make you pay yeah. for that. For you know that, what I mean? So yeah. it's it's not really a, a money situation in in that regard. Yeah. But you're punishing a, a a segment of the population that's probably a voting section of the population yeah. that will never go for that yeah. and have your ass out the next time you're up for election, time, yeah. right? So these things that they have to be thought of. How do we how do we change that habit of you you texting and driving? Well, no, we got to come up with a way where these cars are built in with, with 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 sensors that automatically shut your phone mm-hmm. down. Yeah. Regardless of what you want to do, right? If 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 it's a situation where you you're, you're um you need it for GPS directions, yeah, then that shit pops up on your windshield. That technology should be here. I feel like it's on its way. It's well, I mean, it's it's, it's here in a impossible. It's it's yeah, here in a certain it's definitely on its way. It, it's here in a certain uh, I mean a certain perspective. Like you you have um these reflective things that show up on your on your windshield, but that should be now in this day and age mandatory on cars. And I'm sorry, voice command, you know what I mean, uh, uh, voice calling, that should be mandatory standard in cars. There should be no reason why you should be touching your cell phone oh, at yeah, all. Oh, yeah, not in this day and age. Not in this day and yeah. age. Technology has moved so for, so fast forward. So again, it becomes to that, it becomes a social change. But do you think sometimes they take long to do these things so that they have like, so they don't really run out of things to do? If you think about it. Because like... Do you ever think we're going to get to the point where we're going to be like, okay, there's like nothing left to do. Technology is literally running everything. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. You know? I, I say this. Listen, th- this is one of my key phrases. And it's going to show up on a source as the suns because I firmly believe in this. Technology breeds laziness. Oh, 100%. Oh, my gosh. I, I was just thinking that. You know why I say that? Because of the, 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 the crosswalk thing that you just said. Instead of telling them don't do that, they're looking for ways to keep them at their laziness. All right, you guys want to look down? Well, the lights will be right there, so you don't even have to bother looking up anymore. I'll calculator. Take, I, 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 calculator. I'll take, yeah. it even, I'll take it back even further to that. Yeah. When I was a kid, 
right? Before the TV remote, I was the TV remote. <laughs> yep. My dad would say, oh, go put the channel on so-and-so. And then I would have to run to the TV, yeah. change click, the click, channel. Click, yeah. So it got to where I it had to go. Click, 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 right? <laughs> that, that was probably my little exercise as a kid, yeah. running back and forth from the TV, just changing channels. Right. Then the remote came. You didn't have to take your butt out the chair to change the channels. So technology breeds laziness. Oh, yeah. Right? It's going to come to the point where self-driving cars, we're going to have you sleeping in your cars because you no longer have to pay attention to where you want to go. You just got to tell, yo, Suzanne, take me home. Fall asleep. By the time you get home, you are home. You wake up. And you yeah. walk into your house. Back yeah. to the future. Yep. Seriously, it just reminds me of that, although that's probably not an you. But even so, like, it's just a scary times. Because even now, like, I'm noticing with my sister's generation, she's uh, 20 years old, because of Uber and all that stuff, she's not really driven to get her license. <clears throat> Whereas when I turned 16, I got my G1 right away. Then I waited to get my G2. Then I waited to get my G... And my sister, she will eventually get it, but like again, like I'm, I guess I should say she's not as excited or as she doesn't really care to get her driver's license. The technology, and, the technology yeah. of the Uber and the Lyft. And Uber all makes yeah. it so easy, yeah. and then it only really takes it only really takes one out of the crew to have a car, right? From one out of the crew has a car, then you're pretty much going everywhere that you need to go. And the times that you don't yeah. have them around, yeah, you can spring for mm-hmm. an Uber. Uber. You yeah, can spring for a Lyft. Again, a lot of her friends, again, they're pushing 20 and a lot of them don't have their g1s and i just found that so amazing because me growing up like you know 16 and those milestones for your license that was a big that that was a rite of passage that was a big that was a rite of passage i was on it right and now they're just like eh it's whatever i just that 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 just boggles my mind technology will kill you technology will definitely prevail got a question for you yeah last week we talked about leaving a friend zone Mm mm-hmm how can a man leave your friend zone? Because I know a lot of women and stuff, they tend to put a lot of guys in their, in their friend, friend zone. zone. And it's really it. hard. It's a really hard question because once we put you there, you're there like for life. Sometimes. Jeez. Jesus. Majority Jeez. of the time, yeah. And I say Damn, that Damn, that hurt. Yeah. That, I'm sorry. That, that, hurt, that hurt me. No, you know why? I won't say that because the father of my child was friend zone for three years. And I didn't even notice. And he made it out? I didn't even notice. He made it out. Oh, fuck he made it out. We have a whole story. Yo, hip together. hip hooray. Um, hip hip hooray, damn um, it. And it's crazy, but again, I didn't even notice. But if the woman notices that you're in the friend zone, you might have a problem. So, and I say that because if we put you in the friend zone, that means we cherish the, friend, the friendship so much because, you know, like we, there's probably guys out there that like, always try something whenever we get close to them but we cherish you, in the you friend guys zone too? <laughs> i'll pat myself on the back because that's what i said last week yeah you know and, it, and it's just one of those things where like you know like if if, if you're that friend where we can come to and, and you know like we definitely don't want to lose that mm-hmm. why would we risk a relationship when we see what it can do well, this is what i said this i said the same thing last week if you're in the friend zone, your yeah. friend because of a specific yeah. reason. They could have kicked you out the door a long time ago. Oh, you you, yeah. you don't have to be a friend, oh, yeah. but you provide something yeah. that's worth friendship. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I have I have a couple of guy friends who know, like you know, and it's not that they haven't tried, but they they just know, like they they're at that they they don't try, and you know we're we're really good friends, and 
I even told them, like, I value our friendships, especially as the opposite sex, because it's so hard sometimes to find genuine, real friends who don't really want anything in return, you know? Like, some girls need that. Girls definitely need a guy friend who's just strictly platonic, and it's very hard. <laughs> right, but guys have needs. Guys definitely. Girls have needs, you know? Girls but, need love, too. Yes. Guys have needs, too. <laughs> Yo, I'm going to come with yes. a damn a Winter Walker no, song, damn but, it. But, well, that's, the summer. Thing, that's the thing, though. <clears throat> then you got to talk about, okay, are you really my friend? Because here you are. Facts. You know, you want to pursue something with me, or are we really friends? Talk about it. You know what I'm saying? And if that is the case, like you were saying, too, some men just got to, not even, just people in general, if you have feelings for someone, just say it. I just shoot my shot. You just got to say like it. Said, but that's what I'm saying. I'm emotional orange. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. I put, my, I put my feelings straight out. They'd be Men like, take notes. As you see, the emotional brothers are in it. 2019. That's the new thing because we I've definitely been don't here know since, what you guys are since 85, man. <laughs> I'm still talking strong. But you know what I, I say to that also, though? I mean, in order for you to be in a committed relationship and that relationship. To work to its full potential, you need to be friends. You need to be friends. You need to, be you, you, you need to have that. You you need to have that that friend type quality. Thank you. That you you would that you, you could share. Yes. You understand? And it's yeah. preach, brother. It's preach. hard. It's it's hard to just be testify. Just like so. Like oh, I get like, it. like my yeah. wife tells me all the time, I'm her best friend. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. And I'm like, well, shit, you're my best friend too. I mean. This oh, is shit. probably how we don't end yeah, up killing yeah, yeah, each yeah, other. <laughs> each other's hair and but that's what I'm saying. This is probably how we don't end up killing each other because yeah. we got that friendship type bond that yeah. you know what I mean. We we understand mm. each other. Mm-mm. But you guys established the I want to say the intimacy bond before the friendship bond. I was bond. about to say that right because yeah. in the other cases though, whatever the friendship bond established First. before the intimacy yeah. bond. Right, right, right? and those that's and those thing. that's the thing is stuff whatever. So my thing is stuff. I agree with what you were saying and stuff, Gene. Shoot your shot. Yeah. Fuck it, shoot your shot and be like, yo, you know exactly where you stand and stuff for her. So that's what I'm saying. Like me, most of the time, I realize that with me, I'm the one putting women in friend zones and stuff yeah. whatever over them putting me in friend zones because I kind of just lock you in yeah. from that conversation and stuff. Like, Look, I'm trying to shoot my shot. You don't understand the shoot my shot? Yeah. Well, fuck it then. We're just going to be friends. Don't come <laughs> to me later and stuff whatever. You out here single, yeah. honing it up, yeah. be like, yeah. I shot my shot a long time ago. <laughs> that was then, though. This is now. Mm-mm. And it's crazy. As a woman, um, and listening to the show last week, it was very interesting to hear that you put a lot of friends in the friend zone mm-hmm. because you always hear about the women doing it, but not mm-hmm. so much the men. Because like you said, men have needs. They have a lot of needs all the time. Yeah, so men's needs. Okay, right? winter walking. Summer men walker, have needs, too. Get in touch with sofa key. Men's have needs, too. Holla at me, Summer. remix, remix? I know Remix, remix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Drake didn't do it too well. I'll hold Ah. it down. (laughs) Men have needs, too. Well, honestly, honestly, I I definitely feel with the friend zone, it's a dangerous place to be in. I mean, especially... I'll I'll give you that. Some women, as a last, last, last resort, Mm. they'll probably take someone out of the friend zone. You know? Because, like, this is her trying... And mind you, these are like the guys that she's trying with. These are the guys that she's talking to their friend about, two or whatever, right? So, right. if she can't find anyone, and she, you know, she comes to the realization like, wow, man. But you, you don't understand how the the hurt I feel oh, when I, when I see like some hurtful. of these posts oh, be yeah, like, yeah, yeah. or I hear some shit like, a woman be like, I want a guy just like you. 
But, not but I am me. Yeah, but you're my friend, though. I know. You're like, motherfucker. <laughs> like, I, I be, I'm like, But it depends. Guy. It depends on the rapport. I mean, if you've always given her a reason <clears throat> to be your friend, then that's all that she's going to give you back. Right, right. Because that's what I'm saying. The guy never shot yeah, a shot. Yeah, he didn't shoot a shot. shot. If you shot a shot, then, then she knew exactly where potentially you might stand. And let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. There's always there's always opportunities in certain friendships. There's always minor loopholes in a friendship where like you can potentially you know, talk about those things. Mm-hmm. And then it can go a different direction. But a lot of people and a lot of like men and women tend to miss those loopholes. You know those deep discussions sometimes that you have with friends? Like say like you and your homegirl are just kicking it on the porch, just chilling and watching, you know, the sunset and you guys are just having a conversation, dope conversation. Mm-hmm. What men need to realize or even like women is like when when you choose someone to have intimate conversations like that or deep conversations like that, they don't have that. You could be that only person. They don't have plenty of friends like that. And I know for myself, there's certain friends that I can talk, tell certain things to. Mm-hmm. But I like my one best friend, I can tell literally everything to. And um, so her. Yeah, it was her. Right. And even like with. Um, what about if it was a him? Well, like the father of my child, we used to talk all the time about everything. And again, like we used to have the we have this one spot near my house that we go to that we used to go to religiously for like when I met him at eighteen. So I was like nine years we've been mm-hmm. going there, and we just have conversations. We just talk. We used to kick it. Like I had boyfriends while he was my friend, and it was just one of those things where I think like one day he, before like he was going to school for sports or whatever, like he used one of those loopholes to say. I like you, <laughs> you know, like this is what it is before I leave. I wanted to let you know. And then it had me thinking like, wow, you know, like he, he's been there for a while kind of thing. And again, this is a woman who didn't know I put someone in the friend zone. Mm-hmm. Cause that's like another thing. There's a lot of men who always say, Oh, I'm in the friend zone. We don't even know that you're there. <laughs> we have no Yikes. idea that you're there, you know, but Yikes. again, I'm just showing you that things started to happen once he voiced his, you know, his feelings. But I, I but I can see that you're not noticing, like, them being there. Because, I mean, the same thing I said to Marv last week mm-hmm. when, you know, he was telling me how he's put a lot in, put a lot of women in the friend zones. But I'm like, you know what? It, it could be quite possible that you put them in a friend zone because you've never thought of them yeah. thinking of you that way or yeah, exactly. as more than just friends. Yeah, you've true. probably always, always thought that Nah, she's not. She's not interested in me like that. She, you know what I mean? She just likes to to, to kick it. We talk. We're, we're yeah. friends. But if she, she would have shot her, if she would have shot her shot, then be like, oh, all right. I know where you stand. Like I said, it's about shooting your shot, yeah. right? But if she never shot a shot, whatever. I mean, like I ain't like I ain't paying it no attention. Mm. So if she shot her shot, it'd be like, look here, man. Just to let you know, brother, if one day you go single and free, I'm that girl. <laughs> they'd be like. Cool, 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 cool. I mean, hey, you could scare you be on them. on top of my roster like a dreadlock. Yeah. You know, I, I keep you there. I'm like, all right. Because, like, gotcha. you really have nothing to lose. Like, yeah, you might potentially lose a good friend. Like, if the friend is not as receptive, you know, that can be very awkward. But at the same time, like, something inside but of you But you know regardless. me. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. It's half the battle already yeah. done. Yeah. Compared to, like, me going on Tinder or something like that and mm-hmm. everything, like, whatever, right? Yeah. I got to do this whole courting thing, establish... This, that, and the third before it gets to any kind of place. Yep. Half of the battle is already done. You just don't know the person, I want to say, on a relationship level. You know what I'm on a friendship level. Yep, right. So then that right there and stuff, whatever, is now, that's where your only dilemma might be. 
Wasn't there a dating show with Friendzone on MTV? They're they not. It's still, still on. Yeah, that's still on. Called Friendzone. Friendzone, yeah. Oh, shit, I'm about to watch every it, season you, now. You watch do. Oh, my, you, I'm you about to watch every season. Show. I don't give a fuck. Because there's some of them that are successful and some of them, again, with the awkwardness. And you're just like, you know, you, you know, you flick the channel. <laughs> when you know the conversation, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, yeah, nigga, you about to get shitted on. <laughs> you about to get shitted on. Yeah, <laughs> nah, bro, you in that zone. You oh, in yes, that zone. Yeah. Damn, Daniel. Really? Yeah. Nah, man, I, I'm definitely there, gonna take that yeah. shit. Yeah, man, and, and I kind of feel like with the friend zone thing, if you guys know each other that well, then you should have an idea as to like how the conversation might go. You know, like if it's taking you five years to say something, it's probably because you don't think that they're gonna be receptive. So don't try it. But again, if you if you're trying to, you know, there we have one life to live. But you know what? As you, as you said before, I think I think what becomes a major concern is what if it doesn't work? Yeah. Then you potentially lose a good friend. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's I think that's a big concern. A big that that kind of puts that stoppage. You may think, yeah, yeah, but what if it? Does? You know what I mean? It's yeah. always a but. What if it? doesn't work there's always gonna and someone wise told me this you will always find an excuse to not do something yeah you never hardly find an excuse to do things and yes you might lose a good friend however if that is a good friend and you guys' friendship is strong i don't think it should affect it i don't think it should and it might or might not but it all depends on the person getting rejected if they're gonna feel you know if they're cool with it then yeah i don't feel like the friendship should change but if they feel like you know, if I ask this person if they like me or not, and they say no, and I can't rock with them anymore, that's kind of so, you know, because at the end of the day, like, you're now putting the onus on the other person to basically give you what you want or give you the answer that you want. So it's one of those things where as long as you're the person shooting their shot, as long as you are preparing for both and you're good with both, we have one life to live. Rest in peace, Nip. I've, it's been heavy on my mind, mm-hmm. and I'm just thinking of things differently. Listen, like, just go for it. Way well, too many lonely people out here in the friend zone, it seems. Well, well then... That's so you can't, we can't blame Kodak Black for trying to shoot a shot. We, we can't. We definitely can. And, you know, there's no, a, no, 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 there's a time and place to shoot your shot. Listen, so for Black. Is that Z shit? No, it's not even... It's not that. Listen, so for Black. Is Kodak and Lauren even friends, though? No, but he put, he's shooting his shot. That's what we said. We were talking about shooting the shot. Look, There's a time and a place. That was just way too look, early. Look, man. Too soon. Nigga right, trying to shoot soon. that shot yeah. out of bounds, way bro. Way too soon. He, he, listen, get on the court first. Wait wait, wait till your time is called to get on the court. Then you shoot that shot. Not everybody's NBA potential, man. You it's see not... Kodak Black? Does he look like some damn edges <laughs> album? Okay, then. So that's what I'm saying. He's but, in the D-League, but he's shooting the shot. Honestly, fellas, one thing that I must say is women, we are all private investigators at heart, okay? So whatever moves that you do in the before and you're trying to shoot your shot in the future, we take heed to everything that you guys do. Everything. So you, even you know, with the Lauren London thing, let's just for some odd reason say that she potentially could have been interested. We would have checked the... Remember, I don't know if you guys saw that Instagram rant where he was like... You didn't like that skin that Instagram one, the Instagram model, the IG model. Yeah, he's like, ain't you finna go to In and Out Burger? Yeah, <laughs> he's like trying to go to Grammy party. <laughs> so we look at things like that, you know, just your demeanor and stuff, and then like when you you make your way down to us, we already know what to expect. Well, yeah, you know? the world we live in, like you said, technology and stuff is here to stay, right? Oh so listen, man, I have a couple man? of private he wasn't trying to shoot no shot, man. Should be PIs. He, have, listen, he was just pump trolling. faking. He was man. just trolling. We he was pump faking. He was pump faking. He, he wasn't. Was he wasn't looking to shoot no shot. And he was just like, ah, psych. You know what I mean? <laughs> trying to get that reaction out of everybody. But um, but it is the playoff time. 
So those who are in the friend zone, heed the vice of Jean Grey yes. and Marvelous. Yep. Shoot that shot. You know you don't you, listen. You don't know if you might make it. It won't go be- in if you don't shoot it. You miss hundred percent of the shots that you, you don't, don't take. take. Kobe, there you go. Gretzky. Question: If you saw your best friend talking to, you saw your best friend's man talking to a woman closely in a public place, what would you do? I would, I would mention it to her, so that she can question him. Also, oh, you'll you'll call her like right there or like later that day. I would later that day. You know, I would kind of. Well, if I'm already staring, I'm gonna watch the whole conversation to see how it goes down. Yikes! And you know, and if I, you know, and it's one of those things where, like, if it's one of those things where if he's talking to her close but nothing happens, mm-hmm. I personally won't say anything because I don't want to start any turmoil that may not even be there. You know, for all I know, I don't know what the conversation is about, but I'm a woman, so I know certain things. But I see the little. If it looks a bit dodgy, touching, mate, it's a little bit dodgy, yeah. A little dodgy, bit, yeah? Little bit sus, yeah. Best believe my girl's gonna get a phone call. You're gonna have to answer to her. What about you? If you saw your best friend's woman, it's the code. Right. She's sitting there and stuff with her talking to a dude kind of nice and close. What are you going to do? I'm going to FaceTime my boy. Mm. <laughs> FaceTime. I'm going to speak to him. Yo, what up, Ken? Yo, what is it? And then, and then accidentally turn my phone in that direction and turn it back real quick <laughs> and wait for him to say, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Turn your phone back around again. <laughs> if he don't say, hold up, hold up, hold up. Turn your phone back around again. Then I know it's probably somebody he know. Maybe it's some, you know, some hard of hearing cousin that she got. Mm-hmm. Then she got to stay close for, for her to hear, for mm-hmm. him to hear actually what she's saying. And, and everything's smooth. But if he say, hold up, hold up, hold up. You know, we got a problem. Mm-hmm. I was even thinking like some, at, so depending on the situation, sometimes I'd even go up and be like, hey, how's it going? You know, you walk up. But then it depends because that's, that's, that's tricky because sometimes when you walk up and it is something and you're walking away, homeboy is behind you trying to call your girl first <laughs> before you get to her. If you didn't hear some sort of lie, like, listen, babe, so your girl's about to call <laughs> you and I was just going to help with some shoes. You fail to plan, you plan yeah, to exactly. fail. Exactly. buy it up. You Major got PIs Keeler. out here. You got some PIs out here. Yeah. Take notice. You remember cousin Helen, the one I told you the hard, hard, hard of hearing? You gotta, you gotta be real close to her, her end, so she can hear anything that you say. Yeah, I ran in her, I ran into her in the mall today. Yo, awesome. I ran into your girl Jean Grey also. <laughs> it was, it was just a day of running into people. One thing I can say about BET is it has taught me to when it comes to family and cousins, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's always a bad mix. Someone's always messing with the cousin. The cousin, too many BT movies, so you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Ladies, if it's, if it's cousin, the cousin, I think I think men we we tend to be idiots like that, just to fall soon and just throw a woman and stuff into the cousin thing and stuff, whatever. Women will come up with like an extraordinary type of lie, be like, "Remember, I told you I knew Johnny from way back when and stuff." Whatever. This is his cousin we used to kick it with way back when. I haven't seen him and stuff, whatever. You need to calm down. Why are you tripping? Yeah. Why are you tripping? You yeah. always get like this for no reason. I will say, yeah, because when you guys, when men cheat, it's not emotional. But when women do, it's emotional. So best believe she has an alibi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Already. She'd probably got six or seven of them yeah, packed away. If she's definitely out in the open like that with uh, Bob, <laughs> she knows. Facts. She knows what she's doing. Facts. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, crazy. Is space really needed in a relationship? Yes. Uh, it depends. Like when you say space, like... Like weeks without talking to each other, or just kind of like in another room, or um, 
we'll say, okay, so let's play devil's advocate and say both. So let's say, I guess, when you're in a relationship and stuff, whatever, right? Like, yeah. let's say you're in a relationship and spot when you're not living together. Yeah. Is it okay to have a duration and stuff when you're not interacting and stuff with each other, calling each other and everything like that, whatever? So it's like, you know, kind of similar to what they call a quote-unquote break. Okay, so you mean, um, I guess it depends on, like, where in the relationship you are. Because, like, if you are thinking about spending the rest of your life with someone, that is a long time. And just thinking, just thinking of, you know, the the turmoils that come along with that and the hard work and stuff. And it's going to get possible that you're going to get annoyed at some point. Mm-hmm. Not to say that you don't love them any less, you don't want to spend your life with them. Mm-hmm. But we're just humans. I feel like everyone would get, not everyone, but I can speak for myself where I say, like, you know, this person could be irritating me and I just need like a day or like a weekend away kind of thing. I guess not to project any negativity mm-hmm. just because of the part or the mere fact that I just need space. Like with me, I'm an introvert sometimes. So my space to me, especially when like time gets rough in like a separate room will be good enough. Um, but again, like not I, I've come to learn over the years that not everyone likes that. You know, I, I feel like it is important. I don't I'm not a fan of it. I think in a relationship and stuff, whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> don't agree to a relationship if you know for a fact that a person might be possibly within your space. So yeah, that's why when you're single, mean. when you're single, yeah, you enjoy every aspect of stuff of being single. Like some people and stuff, whatever, like they'll chop it up. Like I don't got no one to answer to. I got no one. Yeah. And everything like that. Grass isn't green on the other side. It's green where you water it. Yeah. So you got to make the best of that aspect and stuff. Mm-hmm. When you call yourself, you're going to be in a relationship with a person expect the person stuff to be all in your personal all in your space, space whatever yeah. right and know for a fact that your time together is your time together your time apart is your time apart yep. so if you got you guys gonna be in a situation where you might not see each other for like within durations of the day or hours in the day whatever you better make you better utilize the yeah. shit out of that shit to yeah. know for a fact like this motherfucker's gonna walk in at 8 o'clock yeah. on the dot pull up 7.55pm and they're gonna walk in 8 o'clock on the dot so you need to know for a fact that if you get in at five o'clock, you better chop it up and enjoy your freebie time by yourself no, true. beforehand, whatever. Because when yeah. they come in, they come in. Yeah, no, now, true. if you wanted to say like we should be separated as entities and everything like whatever, I feel like if you think like that, you shouldn't be in a relationship. That's my opinion. No, I and I definitely agree with that. Would you also agree that maybe without foreseeing certain things happening, that sometimes it may force people to take a break? Not to say that they were ended per se but like i guess so because some people Mm. do take breaks just to kind of like clear their head alone true sometimes people need that to come back together to figure things out you know like but again this is where it comes down to the milestone or the situation it's a very unique i don't know it's kind of okay okay let me ask you let me ask you this now you're in a relationship and stuff that would have done right yeah and then you and him kick off and stuff whatever yeah and it's more on a level of stuff where it might be possibly you're the cause of it. Yeah. And you guys kick off. Yeah. And he said, you know what? I'm going to go spend the night and stuff whatever somewhere else. Are you going to Are you gonna be down for that? When you guys live together? Where's somewhere else? <laughs> he, he's he's, he's going to go to Nacho Avis Joseph's house for a bit. To go clear his mind. I got That's nachos. He got nachos over there. Nacho Avis I got nachos. And- um... 
cheese sticks. I mean, if it wasn't all the time, if it was a really big fight, whatever. I'll make sure I call him, though. I'm calling Nacho after jumping before you can even talk to him. So you don't even know. You can't plan shit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. See, but you're uncomfortable with yeah, the fact that he's picking up and leaving and stuff, whatever, yeah. right? So that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That, that will still, like, Resin within you to the fact that you don't want them to go. Yeah. Another room, yeah. maybe. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. But that's just a segment of the time. And that's what I'm saying. Utilize the time yeah. when you guys are together and when you're not together. Yeah. But other than that, if you're in a relationship and stuff, these are the things that come with the parameters of a relationship. That's true. I can't speak about relationships today like that because I don't know. There, one thing I can say about today's generation is mm-hmm. not a lot of work is being put in into relationships as before like so if the relationship doesn't work they just replace it with a new one it's one yes or like you know if it's like a one bad argument they feel like it will never work it can't work you know that's that's it they'll they'll throw it all to the side they'll throw it all away and it's just like you know there's no effort there's no trying you know like and they never they wonder why our grandparents are 50 plus years strong in the marriage game because they assume that it was dandelions the whole time and flowers and stuff but even with my friends, sometimes I have to, like, humble some of my girls. Because certain things that they'll be arguing with, like, their friends or their spouse. I'm going to say spouse, like, partners about. It's baby food. It's, like, so <laughs> small. I'm just like, you know, this is nothing. And then I ask, like, you know, do you really like or love this person? You know, right. because if this is what you're willing to, you know, do you really like this person? But it's just so easy nowadays to, to find people, like you said, Tinder, Christian yeah. Mingle. Christians are doing it for themselves. Atheists mingle? Do they have that? I, I don't know. They I might. might have to look I'm, for that. I'm pretty sure they have. Yeah, they I'm probably have, have something to the same. They got everybody mingling, man. Yeah, everybody everybody Jewish, mingling. Jewish people meet. Yeah. And, you know, they got some shit like that. And exactly. Stuff there. They got Asian meat. They got, listen, they got everything. They have Black Planet. They got something oh for everybody. They got something for everybody. They got something for everybody. Yeah, so it's just so easy. It's easier to meet people so people aren't necessarily worried about losing each other. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's why they even said that the marriage rate is going down as well. Because a lot of people, again, it's just all about hookups, flings, or situationships. There you go. Situationships? Is that a word? It's a word now. 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 Fuck. I like that one. Situationships. Yeah, because we were just in a situation and it just happened and here we are. Yeah, or like, you know, like, you know, I really want to, you know, I really love you. Not really love you. I really like you. I fall in like with you. I haven't fallen in love with you, fallen yeah, in like with you. you. Know? But like I'm not there yet, but we can still have sex though. That's that's a big one. You know, like I don't want to date you, but let's still have some sex. Let's see if we get there with the sex. <laughs> that's a big hey, thing. So that's kinda awesome. That but, to who? <laughs> to the men? Well, I mean, no. Well, I mean, but, you know, but, but you know what the, the the funny thing is, is that when you say to the men, there's a lot of women out there that now think, think that like way, that. that. That's think, what I'm saying. I think on that terms. And I can and tell it's, you why. It's it's funny because so tell us. a lot of times, a lot of times, I hear like my, my single friends saying, "Yo, it's it's hard to find a a good woman out there." Mm. A lot of times. That was a complaint that you would hear from women. And so do you want to know why? Because we got tired of it. Let us in on that. We got tired of it and we started to pull a you on you. And now the men are saying it. Yeah, but my thing is, if I'm a natural good guy, in my own world and perspective and stuff like that, whatever, and then you 
felt like the other men that you've dated and stuff yeah. have been doing this shit and you said enough is enough it's time for a change and now yeah. our worlds both meet yeah. and when our worlds both meet you come with this kind of bravado yeah. to the table and I come with I'm just looking for like yeah, a long right, woman to right, ride yeah. with you're that, fucking up the equation but, for us but that's what it is and I won't I definitely won't wrong you a lot of women are messing up with the good guys because <clears> we've <throat> experienced a lot of bad guys you know hashtag men too man (laughs) the fuck i'm talking about and and it's it's true there and it's crazy because even like it's really easy a lot of like again i speak with my girlfriends all the time and they say the same thing it's really hard to find a good man and these are some really solid women who now are just kind of like i wouldn't say in situationships but they don't really they're just having fun you know and they Mm -hmm. just they don't want to take things seriously because they just feel like no one's serious. Maybe it's it could be a Toronto thing because I heard around the country it's not like this. Listen, I, I think it's I think it's men, it's women. I also think it has a lot to do with the whole the whole culture itself. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the culture we're in today promotes a lot of promiscuity, promiscuity yeah. a lot of hooking up, yep. a lot of. It's okay to do this, that, and the third, which would normally come with relationships outside of the relationship. So nobody's really thinking to themselves, well, I need to be in a relationship to be doing these things. You know what I mean? So if that's the case, why am I going to be in a relationship to do these things? Why am I going to stick around to try and make it work? When as soon as it don't work, I could go possibly somewhere else go try. You know what I mean? I just want somebody to put some lotion on my back in the wintertime. I got a winter Wait, itch. This, yeah. And I got a winter itch that happens in the wintertime, so <laughs> I need somebody to put some lotion on my back. That's Women it. type hands. That, 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 I don't like man hands on my it. back. So questionable moment. But it comes back to laziness. It comes back to, and that's what it comes back to. And I say that because, you know, when it comes to eventually searching for good women and good men you eventually get lazy you know and like putting in the work to stay in a good relationship people are lazy people sometimes don't want to work and that's why they're just like you know what you messed up my jays i'm done with you you know <laughs> like you dump them in the toilet because you're upset we're done and that could be a legit reason for us some people to break up but again it's just not really thinking about the hard times because we always see good times on Instagram that hard times don't exist in relationships for some reason. And once people experience them, they're like, oh shit, what is this? I'm pineapples, I'm uncomfortable. And they leave, you know? I feel like if there was an Instagram where like you would just see a whole bunch of like real shit, like relationships and problems and fighting and stuff, it might be uncomfortable to see, but I mean, that's your average relationship. If you're not seeing that every day, then people are going to think, you know, something wrong with mine. <laughs> you know why are we fighting not all the time because i remember someone did also telling me too much argument is not a good thing and too little argument is not a good thing and you know like balance. you know it has to balance if it doesn't balance then yeah something's gotta give listen if everything is always peachy keen in your relationship something's wrong yeah something's definitely wrong can a woman be submissive and provide at the same time. Yeah. I feel like that. To her man, right? Of course. To her man. Yes. Yes. I feel like that's fun. Mm. That's fun. Not in this Women's Movement, International <laughs> Women's Month, International <laughs> Women's Day, hashtag Me Too moment. Not all women. It's a woman's world. It's a woman's world. Mmm. If you pay the bill and stuff for... Fa- Look, I seen a dude on Instagram, right? He had his window up mm-hmm. and he was saying like, 
his girl and stuff, whatever, is wilding on him and stuff, whatever, and she's banging on the glass. She's like, I paid this fucking car note. Oh. That's what she said. I paid this fucking car note. Right? <laughs> so then right there, she's providing. Yeah. But is she submissive? No, because he's banging on the glass. Like, Open the damn what did door. What do to piss her off? Very true. But my thing and stuff is that providing. If mm-hmm. you're providing and stuff, whatever, you're not mm-hmm. complaining or you're not talking about it. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying? So if she's doing the car note thing and stuff, whatever, there's no reason for you to declare that in an argument, whatever. Meaning it was on the back of your mind and you're waiting that one moment when you're throwing out a character to throw it up, whatever, right? That's why a lot of people want to have friends said they're afraid of interracial relationships. Oh, they're, because yeah. they're waiting for that one time where the person might slip up whatever <laughs> and drop the N-bomb on them and stuff. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I'm looking at oh them like, I'm like, that's hilarious. if it's always in their forefront and stuff, yeah. whatever, then like the intentions weren't really fully good. So you don't believe that it's possible? A woman, no, either she's submissive yeah, or she's a provider. Or she's a provider, but yeah. she can't be both. I don't think she could be both. She can only be both if the relationship is balanced. And I, How I so? say that because again, like, like if it's balanced, if you guys kind of have an agreement on certain bills being paid or like certain like again, like with the car notes and stuff, if you guys have discussions up front about who's going to pay what and then also just like, you know, I kind of feel like honesty and and just like setting certain expectations mm-hmm. will kind of help. You know, I kind of feel like a lot of times there's a lot of, uh, I would say relationships fail because of expectations that were shot or that were failed or that weren't met. And just like getting anything in the, on the forefront on the, like, you know, from the jump, I kind of feel like it can work out without like, personally for me, I'd say I could be both like, don't get me wrong. There will be arguments where you're right. You'll get upset and you'll be like, yo, I did that, you know, yeah. but it's hard, but you know, it's just one of those emotional... Like, it depends on what he did. depends on what she did. You know, like, if she... You know, for example, you see your, you know, homegirl chopping it up, going to the car that you pay for, picking up one of your other homeboys, and they're going to the movie. Like, you know, like, what, what, what would you do? You know? You, as she's tight. on her I'm, way... I'm yeah. emotional. I remember, like, yeah, like you where are you going with the car that I pay for, yeah, picking up my friend <laughs> yeah, get that. without... Marvin would get that vein popping right at the yeah. side of his neck. It'll, it'll, vein it'll, 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 just, it'll crawl up the side of his face and then it'll appear in his forehead. I might turn start, green. Start, hey, that I was about to mention you're going to turn green and start tearing it. Turn up your Air Force shorts. Your shit that's just start ripping saying. off your body. Yo, I'm going to be tight. That's what I'm, I'm saying. I'm going to look at something like, yo, hold up, hold up, hold up. Pump <laughs> your brakes real quick. <laughs> that's what I'm Pump saying. Pump your brakes and stuff. It depends on the situation. But honestly, you can be both. But you just have to set certain expectations. Men could be both. That's where the Venus... See, this is where we're going to get a Venus versus Mars thing. Men can be both. Because there's men that will pay all the bills and stuff or pay and provide and stuff for that within the household and will probably get no sex or probably get sex once a month or some shit like that. And they're, they're, and that's not kosher. It's not, but is he cheating? But he... Okay, if he's not cheating, okay, so okay, no, fair, fair. Okay, but if he's not cheating and stuff, whatever, yeah. right? Like I remember, I heard I heard this little little thing where a guy said, the guy said, "Look, I go to work, I pay the bills, I come in, I just want a little peace," and he's like, "But women are hard 
to get peace from. So he said, it's happy wife, happy life. That right there is a submissive slash broken man. <laughs> to say some shit like that, okay? That's 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 a defeated term. That's a defeated that's man a de- right that's there. That's a defeated so term. That's what I'm saying. He's providing yeah. and he's submissive to the fact to when it gets yeah, to that level. So that's yeah. what I'm saying. I'm that's like at- that's like miserable man and I don't give a damn. Then- <laughs> You guys have missed the uh, props, the, the, the daps that you just gave You're each other. You're goddamn right. <laughs> Miserable man and I don't give a damn. And that's what I'm saying. Not Men true. can do that. A woman and stuff, whatever, she'd probably be like, mm. No, she said, let me get this straight. No. I pay the bills and you're not going to run the D? No. I'm going to find somebody no, to run no, the no, D. No, 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 some, some women are like that too. Some are, but like, again, like you're saying, they are probably miserable. So maybe you might be right. Maybe they can be both because the miserable man that you're describing mm-hmm. is both. Mm-hmm. If a woman is both, it could be like she could also be miserable. Like it depends. Like if the it just the situations are always so unique. Yeah, she's miserable, but she's but that's what I'm saying she's yeah. miserable, but that doesn't mean she's submissive. Because remember, yeah. see, it's more of a situation and stuff. Whatever. I remember when my sisters told me. She said, she said, penis hanging on the outside of the body. Mm-hmm. Everything from man has to be external. Woman vagina inside. Everything has to be internal. Uh-huh. So now, when it comes to something where if you're feeling like. You're miserable now. That's an internal, internal feeling. Yeah. That's an internal feeling. The cooch would dry up like a Sahara desert. <laughs> Ain't nothing running and stuff, whatever, in that type of term, time and stuff, whatever. But in a man and stuff, whatever, it'd be like, I wouldn't be like, she probably don't crash this car, ran up a credit card bill or something like that, whatever. She's like, babe, come here, let me suck your dick. Let me no, suck your dick. It'll fix everything. And he'd probably yeah. be like, Pfft. Zipper <laughs> go down, and then you know what it is. He's like, "All right," and that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that sniffing start turning, and that's what I'm saying. And that's what I'm saying. So that's what I'm saying. Like, that's what I'm saying. It will still happen and stuff, whatever. Yeah. Within that man doing yeah. both, a woman it won't, because what she feels like, it's not happening and stuff with her. She yeah. either she either she's gonna be the provider or she's gonna be submissive. I don't feel like women are capable of doing. So this is, this is, this ladies, this is where I know you guys are going to attack me in my DM. I was again. about to say, yeah, yeah, uh, you notice, not your average Joseph has not <laughs> made any yes, statements during this quiet. part. I'm just listening to everything go back uh, and forth. Yeah. Ladies, you know where to find me, at Sofa King Marvelous. I was about to say, at on him, Instagram. Ladies, let him know. Yeah, don't, don't be shy, stop on by. <laughs> but yeah, man, so that's, that's how I feel and stuff about that aspect. And then we'll, let me wrap it up and stuff, whatever, with another question for you. Okay. Does time heal wounds in a relationship from a woman's perspective? Uh, time, I would say time and effort. Time and effort. Yeah, not just time. Because time can pass and a woman can hold on to things for years. Facts. If you are not putting in the effort to try to rectify that, it is the relationship is non-existent. I'll hmm. let you know that for now. And I say that because... If you hurt us, and this is, um, you know, maybe women who invest again, who's trying to be that submissive, mm-hmm. trying to like provide love, shelter, care, and this is someone who's possibly betrayed her in mm-hmm. some sort, um, you know, if she decides to like take you back in a sense, mm-hmm. then yeah, you definitely have to put in that work as like, you know, a debt to her if you want that love to last. You know, you can't expect. Because it's been, oh, you know, babe, that was so long ago that happened, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but there will always be a yeah, but statement if you're not doing what you're supposed to, to make her feel safe, you know? And 
it happens all the time, but I, I definitely feel like time and effort, not just time. Because, like, even with traumatic things that happen to people, time never really heals, you know? It depends. It's just your coping mechanisms that heal and the effort that you put in within yourself to cope with certain things. You can forgive, but you may never forget. Exactly. That's yeah. facts. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, time will... Uh, always pass you by but it's what you use within that time or the effort that you put within that time that will distinguish your success and that's with anything <clears throat> okay yeah what about you what do you think me I, f- I, I agree with you believe yeah. it or not and it's not just to just to say it but I always said that it's the time and effort I think me my, me like I said I'm, because I'm an emotional kind of person yeah um, I look on like, are you empathetic? Mm-hmm. Are you empathetic and stuff, whatever? And the effort. You might understand love different from a different way that I understand love, mm-hmm. right? But if you're trying to prove to me like you love me, you have to break it down in a way that I understand. Yep. And vice versa. Mm-hmm. So if I understand you to write, if I tell you I want you to prove to me you love me and stuff and write my name in the color blue on the wall in here yeah. and you write it down in yellow, I don't understand yellow. Yeah. I understand blue. blue. I told you how, you know, I understand your love for me. Mm-hmm. So if I tell you these type of things and then you know and then you use the empathy and plus the effort, mm-hmm. like the time and the effort and stuff, whatever, Dundee. We smooth like Botox. Yeah, yeah. Those, those that would heal. That would heal. Whatever. Because I I look at it stuff as that. If we're in a relationship and I do wrong by you, yeah, it's my job to replace the bad memories with good memories, mm-hmm. and vice versa. Mm-hmm. That's just how I feel. Mm-hmm. And it takes time and effort with that. Yeah. Right. So that's where I I fully agree with you. One hundred fifty percent. Oh, one hundred percent. What about you? Not your average. I don't know. Oh, I think well, I, I got you to shut up this time. I think um, <laughs> I think you both pretty summed up what what I I would say. I I don't think there's anything extra to add. Only that um, on both both sides of the realms, you should just try and be as understanding as possible, mm. um, and recognize if, if if it's a situation where the person has changed mm-hmm. recognize that change and then kind of try to you you like it you'll never really forget but kind of loosen that baggage a little bit yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? let 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 that t- put that take that baggage out your hand and and put it on the <clears> on the ground because well, i mean like i like i said man like you got a lot of or that person and stuff for their probably experience a lot of bad memories and have these bad thoughts and stuff whatever. Yeah, right? yeah. But the good ones, you have to make room for the good. Right. So eventually and stuff whatever, you're gonna start throwing out some of that bad stuff whatever to make room for the good. Yeah. Right. Right. And purge. Yeah, you have to purge whatever. Not in the murderous way that like we were talking about <laughs> a few episodes back, but you know what I'm saying? Like it gets to that point where you have to free up some space and stuff for that because only so much you can kind of keep within. The, wa- the walls of your heart or no, and the you know and the space in your brain mm-hmm. so it's gonna be like that whatever right that's human nature but yeah we'll see time time and effort time and effort friends time and effort time and effort alright man we're on the question segment of the show and the question of the week are you ready yes I'm ready you're ready 
because we look like we got us a little particle daughter and stuff in the building. <laughs> is a hot dog a sandwich? <laughs> um. Wow, I, a hot dog is a hot dog to me. That's not. I don't consider it a sandwich. I consider so. It what, a hot is, dog. You believe it's in its own category on its own? Yeah, yeah. But what? Okay, what's the qualifications of a sandwich to you? Well, is a burger a sandwich? Or is a burger it's, a it's burger? It's meat in between bread. Actually, a burger, a burger is a sandwich. Is a, yeah. A burger is a sandwich, a but a sandwich. we don't... When we go to the store, we don't say, can I get that sandwich? Well, we you could be burger. different. You could be different. I, I'm about to be different now. Best I'm about believe to say, you come to my store <clears throat> and order a sandwich. I'm making a sandwich. I'm not getting you a burger or so, a so hot that's dog. What I'm asking you for your store purposes <laughs> and stuff, whatever. Yes. What's the qualifications of a sandwich? A sandwich. All right. Um, so, I'd say sliced meat with cheese any kind so like basically anything technically that can go in a burger so like salami so salami a salami but like sandwich sliced yeah like like sliced like poultry and stuff like you know burgers are frozen in the you know you have to take them out of the freezer put them in so, the oven okay it's different it's, it's a different process you gotta wait if i cut up a hot dog and put it in between the bread that's a sandwich then Cause it's still sliced meat. That's a struggle meal. There's a difference. <laughs> There's a difference. <laughs> I, I wouldn't even call that a sandwich. <laughs> well done. No. Well done. Yeah, man. I'm just saying because I I've had those a few of those, the syrup and uh, yeah, I had a syrup dogs. sandwich. I had ketchup syrup sandwiches. sandwiches. Yeah. Like I said, I I consider. No, it, it has to be. I don't know. For me, it has to be like the sliced meat. From like that you get from like you know like a butcher shop. I feel like technically, I feel like technically a hot dog is a sandwich. Yeah, technically well, it technically, is. Technically, technically it is. Yes, I agree with but you. But like I said, like hot dogs, I feel like transition to a point whatever where it's kind of above and beyond the sandwich level. Mm-hmm. Like I like I remember I seen somebody say when I was thinking about this whatever, it's like if you call a hot dog a sandwich, it's like calling the Dalai Lama a regular person. <laughs> Wow! A hot dog transition. Yeah, yeah. We took it deep. A hot dog's in transition now. The person now. Wait. The one. The person that said it. Yeah. She works for the National Hot Dog and Uh, Sausage Council. She's uh, known as the Queen of of Ween. No, the Queen of Ween. Of Ween. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That's a play on words. Wow. That's a play on words. But see, my thing and stuff is that like, yeah, I feel like technically. It's a sandwich. And now, so what I did now, to ask me, like I said, me being an uh, asshole that I am. Yes. I went to work fucking everybody's minds up with this <laughs> shit. I caused mad calamity and chaos within my hospital. Of course you did. Yeah, of course just you the did. person I am. Because everybody's like, people, some people walked up on me, you're a shit starter. <laughs> you're, you're a shit disturber. Somebody's like, that's a typical, marvelous question and stuff, yep. whatever. So I said, you know what? Bring it to the show. Bring it to the show. Well, bring it to the show. I don't agree with you. I hold kinda, on, hold on. Yeah, let's get you. All right, not It's a hot dog, a L- sandwich kind, sir. Listen, I I've always thought of it as you know just an, another food, but when when I had to stop and think about it, you got the the bottom bun, the meat in between, your condiments, and then you know the top one. If you turn the hot dog side, sideways, it looked like a sandwich. But see, it it looked like a torpedo sandwich. But see, even look, look, you go to Subway, you go to a Subway now to go get a sandwich, mm-hmm. now, right? They just take the bread out and they just put a slit in the side, and then they stuff it. Yes. So with a hot dog bun, you just got to put a slit on the side. I thought hot dog in. Well, if it was that simple, why that? Why is it that every restaurant you go to, hot dogs and burgers aren't under the sandwich section? 
It's just mm. burgers or hot dogs. Mm. Just saying. Listen, hey man. Mm. They have earned their right to their own barbecue category since how long? Okay? Mm-hmm. When you think of cat you say hot dog, hamburger, sandwiches. You don't say sandwiches. What sandwich do you want? Burger? Hot dog? Everyone be like, that's not a sandwich. Next time I go downtown, I'm gonna go for some street meat and be like, yo, can I get a hot dog sandwich? I'm gonna fuck they were. Wow. <laughs> They're gonna look at you. Yeah, they gonna like, hate they me. don't know it's, what you're talking it's about. It's funny because <laughs> they be like, we, how would you like that, sir? We were actually we were actually kicking it before the the show, and you know he had asked, you know, you know if if a hot dog was a sandwich, and um, a couple people had had blurred out and said, well, nah, because you know. What's a hamburger then? And then the funny thing is, how much shit this there? A lot of people don't know that the phrase or the word hamburger is really the name of the person who invented the hot bun sandwich. Oh, really? So, so who is responsible for hot dog if it's not even dog meat? Well, first of all, let me say this. I had a friend. His father used to work in like a little meat packing factory and everything like that. Whatever hot dogs are made with the worst possible things. I, yeah, I heard that, they, yeah. They call them hot lips and assholes. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, street meat vendors. I'm sorry. The stock has just fell down dramatically. Yo, my bad. What I, 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 my I bad. stopped eating hot dogs a long yo, time ago. But that's what I'm saying. But like, yo, I ain't gonna lie to you, man. If you hit me off in a barbecue... And that bitch is like flame raw. I'm a smash the shit. I eat assholes then if that be the case. Cause I'm a smash the shit those hot lips and assholes. Listen, it's one of those things where you know it's bad for you, but you eat it anyways. Like McDonald's. Yeah, yeah. That's Thank you. Like McDonald's. But that's what I'm saying. And McDonald's got a ton of sandwiches. Listen, man. They don't have hot dogs. They used to. On but the, they had it under the sandwich se- section. On on the road, from, they have a sandwich On the road from the vendor, we ain't even calling it hot dogs. We calling it street meat. Yeah. It is, yeah. It's calling it street meat. Yep. It's street Facts. Now. What it, you're not you're not lying, but my thing is stuff is now. I thought about it, like I said, when I thought about the question and stuff, whatever, because like I said, you know me, I'm a man of many, many questions. So I just sat there and I'm like, no, real talk though. Real talk. Technically it's a sandwich. And then people and I just saw people's like resentment towards me. Like they wanted to struggle. I'm like, what are the qualifications of a sandwich? You're only getting upset because, <laughs> you know, like, that's your childhood that you're ruining, you know? <laughs> you need to be careful. <laughs> Stay woke! <laughs> People sleeping! <laughs> All right. Oh well, well, is relish really relish? Or is it pickle sauce? Pickle sauce. Mm. Pickle sauce. Pickle sauce. So who decided to name a dried up grape raisin I don't know that's, that's like that's like that PC commercial the same, PC dude, commercial. The same dude that decided to call a dried up plum prune prune <laughs> <laughs> right like why remember there's, there's why? a PC commercial and stuff there like yo who thought to scramble an egg who thought to make tomatoes yeah. and ketchup and everything Seriously. like whatever see that's what I'm saying a lot of people like people like us yeah. we take a lot of things for granted yep. and my thing and stuff is that like I said my part of my decompression time and stuff whatever it just makes me try to think about ways I could be a better me. Yeah. And a better me and stuff, whatever, from like everything, from like the things I put in my body, things I put in my mind, the things I make time for, all those type of things. So I just take that time. So I always try to know for a fact that if I have time to say I'm bored, I have time to work on myself. Yeah. I have time to solve 
a thought that I, that I might have, whatever, yeah. right? And that's part of like how some of these questions and stuff would come up. But I was like, yo, I'm like, nah, man, relish, relish. I like that. Yeah. So I'm gonna be bougie as shit when I go get a damn <laughs> hot dog next time, whatever. Can I get a sandwich, please? A nice Italian spicy sandwich. Be like, you want a hot dog? No, 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 kind man, <laughs> kind sir. I'm like. A spicy, a spicy Italian, Italian sandwich. sandwich. And, what, and what you gonna top it with? I'm gonna top it with what? Salty cucumber. Press relish? Press pickle. Press, press pickle. Press pickle. Press pickles. Can I have press, oh press pickles God. on it? Bougie Whatever. Yo, as fuck. Gonna be oh bad and bougie, gosh. man. Raindrop. Drop top. You, you, you watch. You're gonna be pissed off at the hot dog. Hey, man. So, okay. We're at the Ask the Suns question and stuff, whatever. Since you're the guest and stuff on the show, mm-hmm. I'd like to give you first crack for the Ask the Suns. Yeah, my question is the word daddy. Mm-hmm. Can that ever be desexualized in this day and age? Or are we at that point of no return with the word? Uh, me, personally, I'm going to say... We're at the point of no return mm-hmm. with that word when it comes from, I want to say, a woman. The reason why I say that and stuff, whatever, is because you have some dudes and stuff, whatever. They call their dad daddy, mm-hmm. right? Or father. I don't. I think father's a rare case, yeah. but it might be daddy or dad. And most I was about of the time, to say, I think I hear more dad than any dad. Uh, yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. I yeah. hear more yeah. dad and stuff, whatever, yeah. right? But then most of the time, a woman and stuff will say the word daddy more than she might say dad. Mm-hmm. So I feel like when it comes to that point and stuff, whatever, like the way how we sexualize it and stuff, whatever, like, you know, a lot of music and stuff, whatever, has kind of changed it, whatever. You know, she keep calling me daddy, she keep calling me zaddy, like those type of things and stuff, whatever. Come home, come to bed to daddy and everything like that, whatever. That's a lot of issues and stuff, whatever. I that, was going to say, yeah, a lot yeah. of daddy There's issues. There's a lot of daddy issues and stuff, whatever, mm-hmm. right there and stuff. Me, personally, yeah, yeah. I, I would like my woman to call like, me. Yeah, don't, don't call no, me daddy. Don't call yeah, me daddy. Yeah, I don't no, want to be called daddy, whatever. No. You may call me other things. King Dingling. <laughs> Like, you know, sexy guy or, you know, stud muffin or something like that, whatever. Daddy, no. He helped bring you into this world. I'm not going to take that title away from him. He did a great job with that, you know? So I'm going to leave that one alone. Especially in this Me Too era. I feel awfully weird being called daddy. Yeah. Just just the whole... I'm scared. Implications that comes with. You know what I mean? It's like... I'm scared. Nah, don't, don't call me daddy. <laughs> but it's crazy because, like, you, you'll catch, like, regular-ass children just saying daddy. And then, like, the bigger, older children be like, you know? Like, looking at giving their turn, like, hey, what did you just say? What did you just say? And it's like, he's being a regular kid, you know? And it's just it's crazy. It's like, it's dad. Dad. He's a dad, you know, right? Yeah, yeah. it's a dad. It's dad. Next question comes from Lunacat1. She said, what is the weirdest thing you have seen in someone else's home? For me, <laughs> one day I went to, please forgive me, but I'm not airing out your name. One day I went to a, a friend of mine's house. Okay. And they weren't really prepared because mm-hmm. she's married. Mm-hmm. She wasn't prepared to have guests to go down in the basement because they thought all the guests were going to stay upstairs. Okay. Me, because I'm a regular there. I'm used to just kind of flying straight down to the basement. Yeah. 
when I seen the whole Circus Soleil sex swing set oh, up, oh, whatever, wow. there, whatever, I was looking at <laughs> stuff, I'm like, wait, what? Wow. And then when they chased me down, they're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> little <laughs> too late. It's <laughs> a little too late. And then, like I said, me being the king of... They went downstairs and see Marvin swinging and shit. Yo, what's this? <laughs> no, no, no. I was kind of scared. See, I am the king of perverts. But I'm a germaphobe and stuff at the same time yeah. because I don't know where the juices may lie. If anything squirts, you know, we oh live, we live in techniques of, of squirting times with us. So I, I was kind of mortified. I'm like, yo, I'm not going back to the basement yeah. again if you guys would set this thing up. I'm like, y'all got a room upstairs. Why y'all do this upstairs? And then they're like, it will make a little too much noise for the squeaking. So remember, because if you're on main floor yeah, yeah, and you sense. hear all the... Yeah, no, that makes sense. That makes sense. So plus, the, still plus the basement provides that dungeon feel. Uh, mm, right. Yeah. Yeah. It could be 50 shades of whatever the there fuck. You go. Yeah, you there you go. There you go. There you go. So that's what I'm saying. So that's what I was like. That's the weirdest thing I saw in someone's house. Yeah. What about you? Oh my gosh. I wouldn't you, say... It wasn't weird. It was nasty. I don't know if that counts. Yes, yeah, that counts. It's not not. When you're well, I would say like ladies. Um, it wasn't necessarily. She was a friend at the time. It's none of my friends right now, but just yeah, like she had like two dirty drawers on the floor, <laughs> just like chilling there, you know. <laughs> and like that's the worst thing you can do, ladies. You know, if you have people coming over, put it in the hamper. Or, you know, crack a window if it's scented a bit. Like, just do <laughs> oh, something. But she has skin marks in the thumb? A little bit. No, I was just, you know, it's yeah. a little bit, you know. And I guess it's one of those things where it's like, oh, you know, we're all girls. No woman wants to see that. Regardless of... Girls need baths, too. <laughs> girls need baths, too. <laughs> it wasn't weird, but it was very disgusting. I know, like, she was a bit embarrassed. She's like, oh, I'm sorry. And she kind of just kicked it under her bed. But even so, like... <laughs> she kicked it under <laughs> yeah, her bed? A little, you know you do a little... <laughs> little see, you pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> The fact, the fact, the fact that she, the fact that she could kick it, lets you know how stiff and nasty that that, that drawers must have been, how long it stood on that floor for for it not to be able to lose its form while being kicked. Listen, listen, a long time ago, a a similar situation. Where, where this girl she had a dog. I don't know if the, she was if, if if it was a puppy. And the puppy was being trained, but in the middle of the floor was the shit stain of the dog. And I'm saying to myself, how nasty can you be, <laughs> knowing that you got guests coming over, yeah, and you don't think to just wipe the shit stain. Of the dog on the floor? Leave me the question if it was really the dog shit stain. <laughs> hey, that's... Oh my gosh, you're opening up a whole new can of worms. What would you call him the other day? Scat brat. Scat brat. Scat brat. Oh my gosh. She might be a scat brat. She could be a scat brat. She could be a scat brat. Oh my gosh. She might just get off of seeing turds, man. Reminds me of the Kappa Heart where, you know, the little girl... <laughs> oh, when the shit, when she blamed on the dog. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. I don't want to say too much to ruin it. For people, but yes, it is similar. Missy underscore zero two. She says, "Women will ask why do men cheat, but won't ask her home girl why she's having sex with somebody else's man." I think women's camaraderie and stuff, whatever, when it comes to 
I want to say the, the the next guy on the side, or or not even the guy on the side. I feel like that guy who she might be banging and stuff, whatever. They're kind of rooting for her that one day she might go from side piece to main chick, whatever. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I think. That's why some women don't probably won't say anything and stuff, whatever. Uh, well, I'm a woman who will definitely say something. So <laughs> you shut it down? I'll shut that shit. You gonna judge your down. friend? Hell you gonna judge yes. your girl? There's billions of men in the world, and you pick men who are married. No, it doesn't fly. And I'm a huge fan. I'm a huge believer of karma. If you're looking for love, that is not the right way to start. Facts. Facts. <laughs> it is not the right way. You always the way you meet him is the way you lose them. I know a girl and stuff. I had a conversation with one time, and she mm-hmm. said, she said, um, she said to me, she said. It's rough out here dating in your thirties. She's thirty and stuff, but she's like, it's rough out here dating in your thirties. So she's like, tell you, tell your wife to make room for me and stuff, whatever. Cause I, I rather know I've jump onto your bandwagon and stuff, whatever, and help pay some bills and stuff, whatever. I'm like, throuple. <laughs> <laughs> well, to you, no, that she's desperate and run away from her. <laughs> <laughs> I run <to> her. <laughs> yo, yo. Words from Jean Grey. Bolt. Yo, yo, use that superpower. Bolt. Y'all should see her face right now. Her face right now was not having the shit. No, you need yeah. to run away from women like those. Those are set up chicks. I'm sorry. If a girl is okay with being the third wheel, she's not real. She's not real. I'm sorry. Or she's at her wits, and or she's probably been around the block and cannot find someone. Or Daddy issues. Yeah, but we like Jenny from the block. Yes, I understand that, but would you ever wife Jenny? I don't have enough money for Jenny from the block. <laughs> but would you have enough money for another wife? Probably. Then you don't have enough money for Jenny, don't give it to Jenny. Mm. Jenny will get it. The Bronx! <laughs> yeah, honestly, my opinion, uh, yeah, no. If you're a real friend and you want the best for your friend and true happiness, that is not where it is. And you would have to... I would definitely say something to her. She would have to shut that shit down. Or she would have to hide it from me. Mm. Definitely have to hide it from me. Because I will call her out on her shit. That's good. I feel I feel like you're you're more of a genuine friend and stuff like that. Yeah. Where uh-huh. you don't cater to the bullshit. A real friend lets you know what's right from wrong. A yeah. yes man or a yes woman yeah. would just pander to the bullshit. Cheerleader. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So my thing you gotta is... gotta watch the- out for those cheerleaders. Because if... All fails and they have nothing to cheer for. <laughs> but hoping on the next team. Ooh. <laughs> mm. Ooh. They always need a cheer. I, I, that's gotta, not, I like that. You, gotta, gotta, you have to be careful. I'm going to have to take that. That's words of the wise. You have to be careful. You really do. Some girls out here are cutthroat, just like some of the guys. But hey, there's, there's good in all of humanity. I'm a firm believer that no matter how much bullshit happens in this world, mm-hmm. it's beautiful, you know? Beautiful, beautiful world. Like, I'm, yeah. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, man. Um, hit us off with an Associated Sons, man. The technology one. I think that's the one that's might making a cut for us today. The technology one? Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. let me see if I can uh, remember it off the top of my head. Uh, technology breeds laziness. As Associated Sons. Associated Sons. Sons. We'd like to thank you for coming on the show and stuff today. You want to tell the people where they can meet you, where they can find you? Yes, 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 of course. If you guys want to hit me up on Instagram, real name Phoenix, hence Jean Grey. Um, I'm good. I'm very optimistic. I would love feedback. Thank you guys for having me. This is dope. You know, great discussion panel. Yeah. 
This is fun, man. No Bye-bye. problem, man. Thank you. Fun. Thank you for coming. Thank man. you for coming. Thank you for sharing the the love of the podcast on your page oh, and letting yes. people sure. are aware that we're out here yep. um doing the do's. Um like I said, we're real, we're real big on our fans and our supporters and mm-hmm. uh whenever they give us questions or share insight, mm-hmm. It's always a plus for us. You know what I mean? And it's, it, it gives us something to talk about. gives people a different perspective. And it doesn't make us uh, come off so one-sided as men <laughs> a lot of the times. <laughs> true. Very true. We're, we're open-minded individuals, whatever, right? We're not just open-minded men. Which is like, we do shoot the shit and stuff at other times, but... We're never too old and never too young to learn something. Oh, new. 100%. You're yeah. always learning. Yeah, right. and, and a lot of times, people people are not aware, but a lot of times when we, you know, when we come up with our topics of discussions and our questions, a lot of times we're asking our female friends before before we even drop them on the show. Sure. So don't don't think that, you know, we, we're just here thinking solely from a, a male's perspective. No. A lot of the questions are coming from the females out there. Yeah, because I think, like, I think... Somebody hit me and said, um, I think one of the shows when we talked about if your spouse, if you're, you had a stay at home spouse, right? With the whole, how, um, the house allowance, how much would you get in for allowance? Mm-hmm. Somebody's like, typical man question. Uh-huh. But I'm like, actually, it was my female friend. I, I gave her, we, gave, we had a hypothetical relationship, whatever. Yeah. And I told her, like, you know, I might need $500 a month. And she's like, what the fuck you need $500 for? <laughs> and she shut me down. Yeah. And she started punching numbers and stuff with it. So it was actually a conversation that led, started off from her, from us, her, sp- from from her, her perspective. Yeah. yeah. To, to before it came up and to we... I, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not like we, we shun any side and stuff, whatever. It comes from all over. All different places. Exactly. Hey, man, support your locals. I love the show. And I always say Toronto doesn't get enough support. Not at all. And this is one thing that I'm hoping will change because we have a lot of talent in the city. Starting with this podcast right here. Facts. Thank you. Thank you. So for King, Not Your Average Joseph. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. All right. Thank you. Closing. Yeah. Thank you for listening to the Particle Sons. Remember, the difference between stupidity and genius is that genius has its limits. Peace and love. Peace. The Particle Sons with Not Your Average Joseph and Sofa King Marvelous. Marvelous.